22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. Ah, uh, yes, spring is finally in the air, and Batman v Superman is being seen for the fraud that it was. Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, Episode 79. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, and as always, with me is the man who goes by the aliases of BBC, Black Doom, and the Chocolate Comic Almanac. But <laughs> if you don't know him as that, we also we call him MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. You know, I, the spring is in the air, and still the smell of Batman v Superman is still there as well. Uh, <laughs> the quickest way into a girl's bed is through her parents. Have sex with them, and you're in. <laughs> <laughs> That's just Zap Brannigan. Yep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and with the energy of a two-month-old puppy and the secret-keeping skills of a preschool teen girl, is our other host, RT Square, Ralph the Tech. You know, in the future, when we only have self-driving cars, drive-by shootings and getaway drivers will be a thing of the past. Uh, nice. <laughs> Unless it's a killer car with a mind of its own. Right. <laughs> Christine. Christine. <laughs> and in our special guest chair is the man who only shows up every time we talk about zombies. And also when he wants to pick, piss off Kev. Please give it up for Hips to Tom. Hey, guys. Can someone pass the cold brew? I'm a little thirsty over here. <laughs> is it a micro brew? <laughs> All right. So for, uh, oh, damn. Already? <laughs> so today's episode, we're going to be yapping about the show that makes you wince more times than watching a room of elderly folks make out. Yes, we're talking about Walking Dead Season 6. Then later. What? Oh, we're already hating already? RT square, man. No, no taste. No class. No class. What was that? Someone passed the X. I'm like a high school dropout. No class. Aww. You're like school on Sunday. No, no class. class. That, I was going to say, I remember hearing that on um, that Albert, Albert, but yep. I'm like, I don't mention anything with Cosby anymore. But, so. but what about Sunday school? Aww. <laughs> that's not school. That's exploring your sexuality. <laughs> In the Catholic church, maybe. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> and then later, we're going to get our Disney on and review the live action version of the Disney special, or Disney special, Disney animated um It's movie. not animated either. Live it's action. The Come live on. action of the Disney animated movie, The Jungle Book. Yeah, that was really convoluted. Let but okay. him finish, guys. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unlike my wife. <laughs> I'm kidding, Gigi. I love you. <laughs> Why did I say it like that? Can we erase that? And that? <laughs> nope. Nope. That's staying in there. <laughs> and you both said nope in unison. <laughs> All right. But first, let's make, let's make way for our grand pooba um, as he drops some nerd knowledge on us as we yell, we don't deserve this. Let's go to quick news. And now, the quick news with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph and Kat. You know, at first it sounded like he said the grand pooper, and then he's talking about <laughs> dropping news. I'm like, what the hell kind of a segment is this? It's, the, it's the toilet news. P.S. When I was writing pooba, it, it came up as spell check as incorrect. I'm like, there's no such word as pooba? No, yeah, that would be a yabba dabba do kind of a word. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Just okay. to let everybody know out there, everything Fred Flintstone said was not actually in the English <laughs> dictionary. A, I, I won't go to the other place where I remember. But I remember anytime like there was a, like Grand Poop with the rapper was, was something. Um, when they talk about like, um, oh, what was Fred part of that he was the Grand Poop? Um, was it like the lodge? The, the, the water buffalo. Water buffalo. Lodge. Yeah, because also in Honeymoon, they used it too. So I was like, okay, it's got to be where I mean, come on. Um, how many words are in the dictionary now that I'm like, really? That's a word? Yeah. I mean, it's probably in there. You probably just misspelled the damn you. So a bowling is not a word? 
Ooh. Wow. I thought this was a new segment, <laughs> not an old people that can't spell segment. <laughs> okay, speaking of old people, Mike, go ahead. I'm very young. Anyhow, all right, it's sad enough when I have to make one announcement of this kind in a podcast, but with so many to report today, I have to get the sadness out of the way in what I can only call the swan song of the dead and famous. So here we go. Now, somehow overlooked during our last podcast, I was remiss in reporting that Oscar winner and former TV icon Patty Duke passed away in the morning of March 29th. Patty Duke won a Best Supporting Actress award uh, portraying Helen Keller in the original 1962 film, but she is best remembered for playing twin cousins Patty and Kathy on the Patty Duke show. I remember that. Yeah, Duke was uh, she was a staunch mental health advocate following her diagnosis with bipolar disorder in 1982. She was a mother uh, of one of the Lord of the Rings stars, Sean Astin. Uh, Anna, Patty, oh, Anna Patty Duke Pierce passed away due to sepsis from a ruptured intestine at the age of 69. Wow. All right, now, known to TV audiences in the 70s for her role as Teresa Falco and Angie, in the 80s as Mildred Krebs in Remington Steel, and most famously from the 90s forward as Marie Barone in Everybody Loves Raymond, the delightful actress Doris Roberts passed away on April 17th. Roberts won four Emmys for her role as the lovable, meddlesome grandmother from Everybody Loves Raymond. However, her first Emmy was uh, earned in 1983 for her work on St. Elsewhere. But far from only being a television favorite, Roberts hit the big screen in movies like National Lampoon Christmas Vacation, Grandma's Boy, and Dickie Roberts' former child star. Doris Robert died in Los Angeles from natural causes. She was 90 years old. She lived a good life. Yeah, she did. All right, now, born Joanne Laurer, former WWE superstar China, was found dead in her Redondo Beach home on April 20th. The wrestling icon eventually left the ring and spent time as a reality TV star on Surreal Life and Celebrity Rehab, and later she posed for Playboy before starring in several adult films, including She-Hulk XXX. So far, China's sudden death has been reported as an overdose, but no further information will be available until after an autopsy. China was 46 years old. Yeah, China was living a very sad life at that point. I mean, I remember, you know, they would do a lot of stuff about her adult adult, um, movie life, Mm -hmm. and just she had, like, she's done so... She's sank so low. Right. And I just felt bad for her because it looked like, you know, she was genuinely trying to get back on track. But And then the wrestling community didn't even accept her back. And not the fans. Right. But um, the World Wrestling Entertainment didn't accept her back because, um, I'm not sure if you know this, but she was dating the original, the, the guy who's the one of the heads of WWE, Triple H. Oh, okay. And now he's married to Stephanie McMahon, who's Vince McMahon's daughter. Right. So needless to say... They've kind of kept her out of, you know. Well, also, I mean, after doing porn, I mean, it is kind of hard for a lot of businesses to go, and you're now a face of our property. I mean, it's it's not easy. No, of course. But but they were pushing her out before then, so, you know. Did you guys hear, though? I don't know if it's true or not, but I thought I saw a tweet that they're going to take her brain and, and donate and to science, science yeah. for concussion research. Yeah, I, I did hear about cool. that. Yeah, for CTE. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool. I thought that was pretty cool, definitely. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, Denise Matthews, known more famously as Vanity, died on February 15th, something else I was not aware of at that time. Matthews was at the height of her fame in the 80s after being discovered and rebranded by pop icon Prince. Her songs as lead singer of Vanity 6 were provocative, to say the least. Uh, the group's most popular song was 1982's Nasty Girl, which reached number one on Billboard dance charts. Matthews turned to acting and made her debut in the 1985 Barry Gordy-produced musical martial arts film, The Last Dragon, yep. and later in the much maligned Never Too Young to Die, starring opposite John Stamos. Matthews was known as a wild child during her time as Vanity and had several rocker boyfriends, such as Billy Idol, Adamant, and Motley Crue's Nikki Six. She developed a crack cocaine addiction, which led to a near-fatal renal failure in 1994. Soon after her recovery, she turned to religion and became a born-again Christian. And after a kidney transplant in 1997, Matthews became a Christian evangelist, as related in her self-published 2010 autobiography, Blame It on Vanity. 
Matthew's health tumbled late last year after developing a severely painful kidney disease known as sclerosis encapsulating peritonitis. Uh, she attempted to crowdfund for $50,000 for her medical expenses, but only raised $6,599. Matthews died from kidney failure at the age of 57. Wow. That's yeah. very young. And also makes you wonder, like, what she, the rift that she, because um, I noticed that supposedly she made, like, a complete separation from being vanity. Because when you realize that she knew so many famous people, and it's like, I can't believe that they hated you to the point that they wouldn't give you some money towards an operation, you know, yeah. or something along that line. Well, that's, but, that's, it's kind of sad. I mean, yeah. and was, wasn't Vanity the one that was in Action Jackson or was that Apollonia? Uh, Action, Action Jackson's Jackson. the one with um, Carl, may, yeah. uh, uh, Carl Weathers. Was it? Carl, Carl Weathers, the guy who played um, <laughs> Apollo Creed. I'm not sure Rocky. if he was in that or not. He had his own action film. I remember the first time, that was the first time I saw a boob. All right, here's <laughs> what you do. Her boob. I'm sorry for you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, Apollonia's boob was good, man. What were you going to say, Ralph? Here's what you do. Here we go. Here's what you do. <clears throat> it's a good one. You go on the internet, go to Google. And yes, that was Vanity. You type in IMDb. Yeah, I was just doing, I was just doing that And you now. see it. Because I remember <laughs> Vanity being um, drug addicted in her role back then. And I remember thinking like, wow, that's not too far from where she is you know, at that time. <laughs> yeah. but. I mean, I think she was a beautiful woman, too. I mean, it's just that she made a lot of really bad decisions and ones that at least did not work with her own mentality, you know, like right. her own personality and whatnot. But anyhow, finally, <laughs> the world was stunned April 21st when it was announced that the music icon known as Prince was found dead in his Paisley Park compound in Minnesota. Born Prince Rogers Nelson, the singer-songwriter became an instant success in 1982 with the release of his breakthrough album, 1999. The seven-time Grammy winner sold more than 100 million records during his career and even won an Oscar for Best Original Song score for his film Purple Rain in 1985. Hailed as a musical genius of his generation, Prince was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2004, where he performed a legendary version of George Harrison's While My Guitar Gently Weeps, alongside Tom Petty, Steve Winwood, and Jeff Lynne. No cause of death has been confirmed, as the MAE awaits results from the autopsy that was performed on Friday. Prince was 57. What was your guys' reactions to, to hearing that news? For me, it was very surreal. It was almost like when Michael Jackson was announced dead. He was announced dead, I think, the day before my birthday, the day of my birthday of that year. And I was just thinking, like, no, no, this is not real. Or this is, it just wasn't processing correctly. Yeah, I didn't believe it either. My coworkers uh, sent me in the group chat, and I was like, nah, you're full of shit. Yeah. And I looked it up online. I was like, nah, I didn't see anything online. I was like, nah, nah, nah. It said someone died. It didn't say Prince died. And then a couple uh, hours later, like, Prince died. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. But I love how in New York, like, if you go down to Prince Street, all the signs have been oh, yeah. changed and altered. Some like, of the MTA wow. like yeah. logos now. I thought had, that was like, pretty the, cool. Yeah, yeah. It, I was I was just like, Prince is dead. Oh, okay, and went back to work. Yeah, wow. You're, you're from a different generation. I, mean, it, it <laughs> was, I I knew the guy from one song in Happy Feet, and I was like, oh, okay, that's that's but pretty it's, cool. It's Prince, like, like okay, so I'm the youngest one here, obviously, but like it's Prince, like everyone. Uh, not that Prince. obvious. I'm still I'm still I'm still holding on to that. <laughs> it's yeah. like holding over the, the sheep over our eyes, the wool over our eyes. What do you think, Ralph? I guess I, my music uh, taste wasn't that broad. No, I, it's, I mean, it's neither here nor there. I mean, there's a lot of, like, like for instance, if R. Kelly died tomorrow, I wouldn't really care. I mean, nothing, that's, that's not true. being hateful, I don't appreciate his music. I don't know his music that well. I are, mean, you, you know. are you comparing Prince to R. Kelly? <laughs> no, and, not, and, not, not even <laughs> remotely. And are you saying you're not being hateful? <laughs> and, and not to Kanye West either, who I'm hoping will die tomorrow. Um, but, <laughs> and I won't miss him. No, I mean, like, there's just people oh, I, don't, I don't care. Like, it's just not part of my musical taste. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's funny because, um, I mean, he died and then, um, what's his name, died last month. Um, oh, lots of people have been dying. Which one? Come oh, on. No, 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 David Bowie. Yeah. Oh, David, David Bowie. Bowie. Um, it's just like wow like now it's almost like what, what Mike and I usually talk uh, in the gym about what are we going to be left with right you know like like um, Britney Spears 
<laughs> wow. I wonder if she goes to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She will at some point. I guarantee you. Uh, at some point, she she was like she was the '90s, Britney, Christina, yeah. Backstreet I mean, Boys, and when you Craig. realize that Prince started in '82 as far as his fame, and it took him, thir- um, I'm sorry, twenty what, twenty two years Sounds for them right. to finally, you know, put him in there. Recognize so, him, yeah. yeah, it's never that fast. So she'll make it in there at some point. Wow. Yeah, but but yeah, I was very sad. I was very, you know, I didn't get it at the height of when I didn't get it at the very beginning. So I. By time a friend of mine texted me that Prince was dead, it was actually confirmed that it was him. Mm-hmm. But I, I still didn't believe him. I thought like, okay, this is going to be one of those where Whitney Houston had died like how many times throughout the years? You know, oh, yeah. it was just one of those. But then I, at the same time, I thought, well, that's kind of weird because I hadn't been hearing anything like you know with Prince like with failing health or anything. Like he like was that. sick for a right. while. Or, or well, like, I know, know, I know he canceled a tour or a couple of episodes because he was sick. A couple right. episodes. I'm sorry, a couple of concerts. <laughs> right. I'm thinking about Walking Dead. What they kept saying was like flu-like but, symptoms yeah, or something exactly, like that. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I was like, no, he's not dead. He's like yeah. yeah so but anyhow that's been a very sad time and too many dying this this year well i'm glad you let it off with that a yeah. nice way to lead off a podcast well, i couldn't <laughs> end it with it this time. it was just Death. too much <laughs> you know. well we could bring back the flashlights they finally cleaned um <laughs> all right so now off of that news can't get enough of netflix marvel superhero love fest well, we know that Luke Cage is next up for the small screen, and yep. at some point, Iron Fist will be joining the ranks of Daredevil and Jessica Jones. But are you tired of waiting for them to band together as the Defenders? Well, yeah, keep waiting. Uh, at a two-day <laughs> Netflix event in Paris, that's France View Hose at home, uh, Charlie Cox, a.k.a. Matt Murdock, a.k.a. Daredevil, said that he does not know if Daredevil will receive a third season, but he said the Double D would be in Defenders, which will begin filming at the end of this year. Now, no release date has been provided. No, well, not sure if Daredevil will get a third season. He's out of his fucking mind. I mean, no. Uh, evidently, they haven't. He's probably just know. teasing it because he he knows that they're going to get a third season. I'll say this. There's no Daredevil without Bullseye. I'm sorry. If you're going to end, there's got to be at least one Bullseye story you tell. I suppose so. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't, you know, pull it in already. But it's nice that they didn't just rush through all the big hits of hey, Daredevil. You're, you're, I like that. You're definitely right about that. But, you know, they've gone two seasons. I mean, if you're going to end it, end it on the third one and end it with Bullseye. Yeah, I, I can see that. All right, now, is everybody ready for a Batman and Avengers crossover? What? Why? Yeah, good, because it is on the way. Now, before you start mugging little old women for the comic book money you're going to need, let me clarify <laughs> this. Batman 66 will be teaming up with the British Avengers. Oh. Yeah, that's right. The oh. ultra-refined John, um, ultra John Steed and the catsuit-clad karate expert Mrs. Peel of the Fantastic 60s British TV show or from the sketchy 90s feature film, uh, will join forces with the dynamic duo in a six-issue series. Batman 66 meets Steed and Mrs. Peel will be written by Ian Eggington and artist Matthew Don Smith. I'm sorry, Matthew Dow Smith. Will, um, it'll be released digitally before, I don't know, before June takes place too much. I think it's on June 8th. And the print edition um, with covers by Michael Allred will, be de- um, will debut on July 6th. I'm really surprised that Batman 66 has received such a strong following, or strong enough to be able to have a couple of different like titles yeah, going it's, along. It's been going on for now a couple of years. But I think also the crossover effect is what, they, what everybody likes. I mean, right. the, the fact that you know um, Kevin Smith was able to cross over, you know, them with the Green Hornet, and then now you're talking about the Avengers. So all these similar shows from those right. eras, you're able to kind of cross over. But I'm very surprised that it had such um, staying power. Yeah. So as a non-comic book reader, unfortunately. Um, what are what are the British Avengers? Um, well, this is not even comic book. Did, did you ever hear of the show The Avengers? 
Um, okay, in the in the '90s, there was a movie with Uma Thurman and uh, Ralph Fien- Ralph Fiennes. It's called yeah. The Avengers. Um, and a lot of times, when you look at that up, like in Amazon for The Avengers, you'll come across that. Isn't Sean Connery? Um, and Sean Connery, he's the yeah. villain in that one. Um, but the TV show was from the '60s, and it was very much like a, a tongue-in-cheek James Bondish kind of a feel to it. Okay. I mean, it was a spy. It was a spy series, uh, but it was just really well done. And uh, I mean, that's just it. Like I said, it it made fun of itself and it made fun of the country and what it was going through because of that turbulent time. So you still had that. The like I said, the ultra refined like this is the way British do it kind of an attitude, but yet with the mod of the hippiness that was also going on and how okay, that was okay. taking place, and it was kind of a fight between the classes by this point, and it kind of reflected lightly, uh, lightheartedly, I should say, in the show. Mm-hmm. But it's just a great show, you know. I, I was never really, really a big fan of it. I think only because the way I was introduced to it was in the '90s when the movie was announced, and I'm like. The Avengers. I'm like, all right, the Avengers. I'm like, but there are only three. Okay, the movies have changed the script a little bit, and then watching and being like, mwah, mwah, yeah, mwah. pretty much, yeah. That's the next button we need for the soundboard. All right, <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or the Price is Right sound when they get it wrong. Dun, 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 boom. That's what we need, and then we get sued. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give my copyright lawyers a call. There, there you go. go. Well done. All right. Now, last but not least, in case you didn't get the memo. Wednesday will officially be dubbed Saturday. That's right. I like that. I wish this was a visual podcast. You can see the face I just put right now. So if I don't go to work on Wednesday, I'm blaming you guys. (laughs) It's been done before. (laughs) All right. Beginning in May, DC Comics will bring old Hanna-Barbera cartoons to print with new looks and adventures. Uh, Those meddling kids and their dog will need to keep their mystery-solving skills sharp to find a cure for a world full of mutated creatures infected by a nanite virus. Scooby-Doo Apocalypse is written by Jim Lee and Keith Griffin and has art by Howard Porter. Jim Lee. Yep. Stop. Yeah, he's redesigned them and he's also writing the book. Uh, the Flintstones are going to be back with a more realistic look. Uh, writer M- uh, Mark Russell and artist Amanda Connor will use Bedrock's most famous family for a funny origin story of the human civilization. Okay. Uh, if you remember Dick Dastardly, Penelope Pitstop, and the Ant Hill Mob, and you love crazy cars, and I knew that Tom would be shaking his head, <laughs> then you know I'm talking about the wacky races. Yep. Uh, but add in a bit of Mad Max grittiness, and before you know it, the races are in a desert wasteland full of radioactive lakes nanotech dust storms and cannibalistic mutants where the competition is now for survival there can only be one winner in the wacky race land by uh the writer ken pontak and artist leonardo manco okay so after this you guys gotta tell me how to get that (laughs) yeah it's either going to be digital i would imagine but it definitely i can't wait to read that we'll talk offline we got this and then finally with the one i'm waiting for Future Quest is the name of the book. It's written by Jeff Parker with the artist Evan Doc Shaner. It will bring classic cartoon lovers the ultimate in mega team-ups. Johnny Quest, Space Ghost, The Herculoids, Frankenstein Jr., The Impossibles, Birdman, The Galaxy <laughs> Trio, and Mitor have all Mitor. been updated to join forces for all new action adventures. I was just going to ask about Johnny Quest, too. I used to love watching I that I love show Johnny Quest. I yeah. still love watching Johnny Quest when it's on. You know? mm-hmm. And The Venture Brothers because it's just such a great take yeah. on it. You know? You, I think you mispronounced his name. Birdman. I, like, I like that episode of uh, Family Guy with the Blue Falcons there. Reminds me of that every time. It, um, was it an episode of Family Guy with Blue Falcon is there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> family Guy? It was yeah. a Family Guy? It was, yeah, Family Guy with Blue, Blue Falcon. Get the fuck out. Oh, oh, Blue Falcon. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, not Birdman. No, but yeah, I was... Uh, I was, I was when the Harvey Birdman attorney at law that had the Blue yeah. Falcon on that yeah. was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Harvey Birdman was great. That definitely was a good show. That was That's part of a, that they need swim. To, yeah, they need to replay that because that was... I have to buy that on a Blu-ray if it's out there. You had to know who some of the characters were, but, you know... I mean, that, I, I got to see that again. So, that was a lot of fun. So that's all the quick news? That is all the news. Okay, Ralph, quick news. None. <laughs> Tom, quick news. Anything? Uh, hey, guys. 
none, <laughs> and I have none. Finally. I was waiting for you to say that. It's so fucking predictable. <laughs> so let's go to our first half of the show. We'll be review- reviewing the AMC hit. Um, the yeah, Walking- it was such a hit you forgot what it was. Shit it. <laughs> Not to be mistaken with Fear of the Walking Dead, which that's exactly what you should be doing with Fear of the Walking Dead. You should be has snoring. It, just a real fast, uh, yeah or nay, has anyone been watching the second season of Fear of the Walking Dead yet? Because no. I haven't started I couldn't, get, I couldn't get through the first season. Oh, that's right. You I'm sorry. Watch. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. The first don't, one was just so bad. You don't recognize that TV show? <laughs> I, I don't fear The Walking Dead. I'm like, well, you fear The Walking Dead because you fear watching it. Not really. I, mean, I, I watch it. It's like, oh, no. Bored of The Walking Dead? Is that, that, Pretty much. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, usually we let Mike the Finance Guy handle the synopsis. But being that we're trying to experiment, I'm going to try to give it a shot at the synopsis. So here we go. Walking Dead Season 6 synopsis. You should just concede and let him do it. Let me, give me, let me get a try. All right. Hi, my name is Carl. <laughs> my dad is Rick Grimes. And if you don't know, I got one eye. It's bad because I should be blind already for all the jerking off I do. Okay, experiment failed. Mike, go ahead. <laughs> With a synopsis. It's MFG Mike the Finance Guy. That I knew was Mike was... Big cheers. Up. Cheers to that. <laughs> you see Mike boring a hole through my head. I'm He's, looking at this and I'm like, oh, this is this is this is what happens when when the B team gets writing. <laughs> yeah, B stands for better. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, The Walking Dead season six uh, was a 16 episode TV series that began on October 11th, uh, 2015, and ended just recently, uh, April 3rd, 2016. The season adapted material from the Walking Dead comic books issues 78 through 100. Considering that 153 now, they're running out of material. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're moving quickly. I actually read somewhere where they, um, they were saying that they actually have, if, if they were to make it that long, they actually have a lot of um, guidelines written all the way up into seasons 11 and 12. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So they, they actually know where they want to go with this. Uh, the comic book series was created by writer Robert Kirkman and artist Tony Moore. The TV series was developed by Frank Dorabunt. All right. Synopsis. My name is Rick Grimes. Yeah. I've been waiting all day for this. (laughs) Back in the 80s, I learned that you take the good, you take the bad, and you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. (laughs) And the facts around these parts is that I'm the head honcho of the Ricktropolis we call Alexandria Safe Zone. Now, when last we spoke, a bunch of us was covered in walker guts and trying to slip unnoticed past a horde of Trump supporters. I mean zombies. <laughs> now, it was no surprise to anyone that Jesse's son, Sam, was the first to become Walker Kibble. I mean, okay, maybe Jesse was surprised, but, but I'm certain no one else gave a damn. <laughs> no. Nope. Then, then faster than you can say, Shane was an awesome punisher. Jesse was also eaten. <laughs> Her other son, Ron, tried to kill my boy, Carl. Michonne Ginsu knifed him, but not before he shot out one of Carl's eyes. And that's a shame, too, because Carl's birthday was coming up and I got him the box set of Avatar in 3D, of course. <laughs> but being the good pa that I am, I replaced it with a copy of that Chuck Norris movie, An Eye for an Eye. <laughs> <laughs> that was better than my joke. He, he didn't seem to appreciate that any better. Maybe I shouldn't have loaded it up on an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> But I digress. The battle against the undead was one for the books that Daryl probably can't read. (laughs) Glenn Glenn managed to unlock the unlimited bullet feature on his gun. (laughs) And Sasha and Abraham came in on the scene like Cleopatra Jones and Redheaded Shaft. (laughs) A couple of months later, Daryl and I took a Brian and Stewie style road trip and we found Jesus. He took us to a bunch of boarding school assholes led by Colonel Sanders. 
Now, Carl walked in on me and Michonne doing the Grease Weasel Tango <laughs> and found out he's not the only one that enjoys eating chocolate pudding. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose seeing us in our birthday suits was a real eye-opener for him. Well, not both his eyes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that boy. <laughs> Things have been getting kind of crazy around here lately. At some point, Maggie and Carl got captured. Our town doctor tried to go as Carl for Halloween. Daryl got shot and everybody I like got taken captive by Negan's men. And now we're all on our knees waiting for the man himself. But, but I'm not worried, though. Negan brought out a baseball bat, so I'm thinking maybe we'll play for the best two out of three games. <laughs> I'm hoping that dick body Eugene is the first up at bat. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay, well, uh, like Kev says, let's give him a round of applause oh for that one. That Kev says he doesn't, Mike deserves that. Thank you. I'm crying. I'm crying. You want to do this? I already did. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right, just because I haven't said their names in a while, so we're just going to quick run through. Um, we have Andrew Lincoln as Rick Grimes, Norman Reedus as Daryl Dixon, Stephen Yoon as Glenn Ree, Lauren Cohen as Maggie Green, Chandler Riggs as Carl Grimes, Denai Guerrero as Michonne, Melissa McBride as Carol Pelletier, Michael Cudlitz as Sergeant Abraham Ford, Lenny James as Morgan Jones, Sinequa Martin Green as Sasha Williams, Josh McDermott as Eugene Porter, Christian Serratos as Rosita Espinosa, Alana Masterson as Tara Chambler, um, Seth Gilliam as Abraham Stokes, Ross Marquand as Aaron, Merritt Weaver as Denise Cloyd. She won't be around much longer. Uh, Caitlin um, Nacken, I guess, or Nason as Enid. Corey Hawkins as Heath. That's the black guy. For all you that didn't know who he was. Who Um, also plays Dre in Stratagon. Exactly. Um, Tom Payne as Paul Jesus Rovia. Xander Berkeley as Gregory and Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan. But I also want to say a special shout out just because I loved her in the episode and I just like her as an actress in general. Alicia Witt playing Paula in the episode where both Maggie and Carol were kidnapped. I like she's just done a great job. And those of us that actually watched um, Justified Mm -hmm. will remember her from the season she was on that one. Yes, we got to catch that. That's a great show. Oh man, well done, Mike. Well done as usual. So um, now that we feel like our game has to be picked up a little bit, let's press that button. You know the button that Ralph hates. This segment may contain spoilers, so leave Ralph alone. Fuck Ralph, fuck Ralph, fuck Ralph, fuck Ralph. Kev told me to do it. Fuck <laughs> you. I'm going to spoil the shit out of this one. <laughs> Everyone dies. Everyone. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't matter now because you already pushed the button. Yeah, so, you know, they, they've, they've been warned. All right, so Walking Dead, season six, second half. Right. Um. All right, so, and it's funny because I didn't think they were going to get I th- you know, I really thought they were going to keep to a couple of storylines, but there was, like, there was like three or four, like almost five storylines that they had going on right. simultaneously. Which storyline for you was something that you were interested in the most? Personally, I really enjoyed their their going after the saviors. I enjoyed, you know, them attacking yeah. after um, after Jesus told them, hey, these are the way they are. You know, you can get this tower, et cetera. And I appreciated the the last episode. Obviously, so, they, they were they were everywhere at every turn. Like I just really enjoyed that part. Right. That, that storyline they followed. So, right. would you say they went on a religious crusade because they were sent by Jesus? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess if you squint and tilt your head, and maybe kind of not really. <laughs> what, yeah. what about you guys? No, I mean I I enjoyed I think the the build up for Negan and stuff like that to see where this is going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, just because his group it's not usually like the, like with the governor like he was such an evil person but his group was like yeah we're you know we're just kind of following orders of right, dick, time, you know? yeah. no they're all yeah, fucked up like that the saviors <laughs> are like okay these are like 
horrible, horrible human beings, you know. So what the hell can he be like? That's why I find it so ironic that they're called the saviors, too. I yeah. find that it's pretty yeah, funny. The irony is great. Yeah. Um, Ralph, what about you? I know you're, not, you're always talking about how you're not interested in, in, interested in the show, but was there any storyline that you were like, okay, that's kind of interesting. I wonder where this is going to go. Yeah, there was a pretty good storyline at the very end. Was it the credits? Yeah. I, I, I knew, knew you were going there. I knew it. And another one of my of my host mates that predictable. God. No, no. Uh, actually, I'm a guest and I knew that. I'm, I'm with Tom. I like that whole, let's go kill these bastards before they kill us kind of th- uh, storyline. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And the fact, uh, I think they're called the saviors because they take your shit and they save it for themselves. That's why. <laughs> or, or are they saving you from getting an ass whipping? That's why they take the stuff from you. Maybe that's it. Yeah. They exclusively eat lightsabers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God>. it's possible. <laughs> Oh but uh, I mean, I, I, the thing must have gotten into the factory. The, the, the story is just—it's just amazing. It's wa- it's amazing watching our heroes, as you want, you know, as I like to think of them at times, like crossing that huge line. I mean, yes, the saviors are horrible people, but you know, they literally killed them in their sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is not, re- and this is not retaliation for any particular thing that they did to them. Yeah, this, you is, know? this, this, well, is, this is preemptive. But it was yeah. necessary because that, that was the deal they made. Oh, I'm not Jesus saying it wasn't true. necessary. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that like, but when you see, I mean, that, that's the whole point is that I, what I like about the show is that you don't just go, Rick going, well, we agreed on, or, you know, Maggie saying, well, Maggie agreed that we're going to kill these people for them and we'll do this. And everyone just goes, sure, we're good with that. Like, everybody's like, we know that this is probably right because otherwise we're going to starve. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just a handful. I mean, the whole town will starve. But then also, it's like, you know, you can see in them that it's just like the idea of just taking human life that hasn't tried to wrong us directly. Right. It's just a lot to swallow. I mean, that's just, that's just hard to get over. Well, I, I like the fact that they put a gray line there. They put that gray area yeah. there. I mean, you know, one thing Mike... I know one thing you always pride certain stories about is you know who's good and you know who's bad. I think right. what makes this interesting is the fact that you have your good guys doing not so good things with what they believe are, are righteous reasons. Right. Well, well again, this is the it, first time though for them too. This is this is the first step um, of TV wise into that territory. I like know? how though it's like it's it's realistic and and like if if, if we were in this situation we would do what we have to do. You know, it's right. kill or be killed. And and I know I said in previous podcasts I'm very anti Shane, but Shane yeah. would have been great. Well, Shane also, would have yeah. led that, but I mean that's the thing is that's what I, that's what's so interesting about this is it's killer be killed, but at least at this point that's not what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, this was because I mean the thing is it's like it's it's they could have really tried to take over Hilltop. Yeah, but I mean I think, I'm, I I'm not I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean logic. I'm just saying that in other words. They could have fought with another community, but instead they're they're going out and being like, "We're now contract killers." They didn't you know, know though, because if I remember correctly, I think it was this, the episode when they first met Jesus, because uh, it was Rick, Rick and um, I'm not Daryl, Daryl, who found him. They were like, "There's others." Like they didn't even right. know there were other groups, so they, they that's why they never never came up before. Oh no, now no, they I don't know mean beforehand. Groups, I'm just saying that now mm-hmm. when they with meeting Hilltop, what I'm saying is that instead of them aggressively just going like, you know, you don't want war with us, you know, let's kind of come to a compromise. I mean, instead of that, it's like. Oh, you want us to become killers? Sure, and it's just well, like that's a big step for think a group about it that's I mean, never done if they that did, before. If, let's say, let's say hypothetically, they took over Hilltop. Negan's dudes are still going to show up and oh, be no, expecting no. their stuff, so oh, they're no, going to no, fight no, Negan again, anyway. Right? No, again, so again, I agree with that, but I'm just saying that as far of, as know? as far as the group itself, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, just imagine. Well, just imagine. I mean, you're not a killer. You've you've had to defend yourself, but now just imagine, like you know, your leader coming back to you, just going, "Yeah, we got to go kill a bunch of people in their sleep." You know, it's like I mean, you know, you're not a killer. I mean, we we we've survived. But, like, think about it. I mean, like, uh, Glenn was even saying, he goes, I've never killed a person. And when you stop right. and think about it, I mean, I, I can't go through every episode to verify that, but I'm sure they're right. He's killed zombies and he's beaten up people. 
you know, but he's never actively gone to kill I'm somebody. Trying to think. In six years, you know, that's what I'm saying. You would think so. The closest thing I was thinking of, like with the whole governor thing, but he didn't really kill anybody in that. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, he even didn't go. He was to sick. You couldn't guy. kill anyone. He was right. he was he was like dying or something. Like he was crazy. I'm gonna access my uh, photographic well, memory. Hold on. Oh, you keep accessing that. Nope, he has not no. killed. No, think about it. He didn't even kill. He didn't even kill Someone Merle. Google it for think about that. He didn't even kill Merle. <laughs> After oh, what Merle right. did, yeah, did you know? he not kill the dude who tried to? No, someone no, else killed him. That's he what killed I'm saying. Himself. He's never, right. He has never killed. So I mean, so that's what I'm saying. Like when you think that he's like, well, I'm going to go do it, you know. But it's just like that's that's a lot, you know. They're asking me, and the fact that Heath couldn't do it, like you know, he he and Heath the black guy was with yeah. Glenn, and and he's and Glenn saw him. He's like, well, I've already killed this one. Basically, I, I'll muddle through that, the second I one. I really like that scene. That was too. a great scene, and that, that whole episode itself, just like the, the seal like yeah. movement they yeah. were making, oh, yeah. like it was, it yeah. was great. Oh, yeah. Do you think that um, Rick's idea to do that? I mean, obviously, we figured out, he, he, you know, exactly what Tom was saying, the idea of, you know, if we don't take these guys out, they're going to come for us right. anyway. So and, 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 and it's a completely do valid you, point. But, but do you think that, that his mind might have been shifted by the fact that the wolves came and attacked and almost destroyed them? And they're like, OK, we got to take more offense. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, now. that that was to lead into this decision. I mean, this season is to show that the group is changing and not perhaps for the better, but they, they are becoming aggressive themselves. So you know? I don't know if you remember, but what episode did Abraham, I can't think of her name in the show, Rosita, Rosita and Daryl get stopped by the saviors. Was that before that was the end of the very after? last, it was the very end of the first half of this season. And so Rick already knew that they got attacked by the saviors then. Right. Well, did yeah. they know? I mean, I don't know if you knew their name. Or, or, or were they back yet? I don't know. That's no, they weren't back because okay. at the end of the season, they got stopped. And then when we started this season, that's when um, um you're talking about when they blew them up with the bazooka, right? Yeah, that was yeah, awesome. yeah, that was the tail yeah, end. Awesome, that was the tail the end of the first half. Okay. Right? No, guys, I was saying because them getting stopped wasn't that the end of the first of this season, uh, the the first half, and then the second half led into um, um the the bazooka. No, I, I'm, I think, no, no. The very first half, I think they blew them up all in the same episode. No, they got because stopped, stopped them and it carried over for the next episode because the guy on the motorcycle that was saying, you know. When he was saying, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's why I'm confusing. The stop happened at the very end of the first half. Right. And then it the picked beginning. up with them blowing up, but they weren't back yet to yeah, so Carl, save I mean, so, so okay. Rick didn't okay. know. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, so we didn't know anything like that. Party fail. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to take it out of editing. It probably didn't even go what is, to What does Kev say all the time? What? What does Kev say all the time? Fuck Kev. Fuck Ralph. Fuck Ralph. Fuck Ralph. But um, yeah, so that had happened that way. But uh, but I'm just saying, like, it's not that I, I think Rick is wrong in doing it. I'm just saying that we're watching objectively. But you know, try and put yourself as a person that's not a killer, and right. which is odd that none of you seem to be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a killer. I mean, just to be asked to not, def- you're not defending against anybody. You're going well, to seek I'm- people out to murder them, and I'm just saying that that's an interesting twist because now it's because that's something that you imagine also is going to be with them after whatever this revolution resolution is well, and whatever the next step will be it's going to be now dealing with i became a killer well look at yeah. carol having that breakdown and like well, i yeah. have to leave i have to go yeah you know, like. well carol the, as much as i liked seeing you know them going somewhere else with carol i felt that that was just so quick it was just like suddenly because think about it just a, just a few episodes or not, not even a few the next to the last episode before the first half ended 
she went around killing people like crazy. Yeah, but, you know, but, but she but, knows but she has to kill yeah, her. But, Sorry, yeah. but throughout the whole season, Morgan's been kind of like prodding her, like, do you really have to do this? You don't like doing this. So, he's, so it's been coming. We haven't been seeing it, but Morgan's been kind of planting the seed of, you know, this isn't who you are. You don't like this. And then I think the first time we saw the crack was when she smoked a cigarette after the wolves attacked. Right. You know, that's when you saw the slight crack. So it's been happening for a while. I understand what you mean it feels quick, but I think, you know, Morgan was planting that seed of, yo, you know, this is not who you are. And also, I think if you go through season through season, I think Carol has the most live person kills. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. You know, so Hang on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, easy. I mean, but the, no, the thing is, it's um, with Carol, it's not that it's not who she is. She, she won't even say it's not who she is. She knows it's who she is. Remember, she made that very clear. Her reason for leaving is not because she can't kill because she's not a killer. If she's saying is that if I have something that I love to protect, then I have to kill to protect it. She's not saying that she won't kill the protector. She's saying her point is that I will. Because that was the whole thing with Maggie. Like, as much as she was, yes, trying to fake out her captors, she was also being honest. She really did not want to kill um, Paula. She really didn't want to kill her. I think it was uh, Tobin. I think it was like, you're the mother of the group. You know, I think that kind of fucked with her also. Because you mentioned, um, Jesus Christ, I'm terrible today. Um, (laughs) Black, uh, white, female, male. Black dude, both, both staff. Uh, um, oh, Morgan. 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 You mentioned Morgan, like putting a C, but also I think, think Tobin too, and then finding that connection with the, with a man again because you know after her abusive mm-hmm. husband, and then she kind of like everyone speculated her and Daryl. We all knew that wasn't happening. Yeah, you know, and then but, you put like, a hair pie, but that wasn't happening either. <laughs> Daryl was like, it ain't happening. Say <laughs> so you eat carpet. Um, <laughs> oh man, yikes! Really? I get nothing for that one. Damn, Ralph. Oh, uh, he's rough. <laughs> it doesn't even count now. Now it doesn't even matter. It's too late. <laughs> I can see Ralph with his wife. You don't think I'm beautiful? What about this dress? You beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> you paused. It's done. Exactly. Here's a, a fun fact about Carol. Whenever she kills someone, she says to herself, just look at the flowers. <laughs> she just brings mind. a flower. <laughs> but I mean, I, 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 I do agree, Tom. I think that, you know, there were also other seeds planted i mean obviously she's must have been thinking all this time but you know definitely there were other seeds planted um and she's one of the other stories that i, I didn't really think they were going to go that way with carol when it started going that way and, and when morgan started talking to her i was like i don't think i'm gonna you know really make a make a shift in carol's personality because carol's just kick ass as it is i kind of leave her alone she's fine right even no, though it's, it's been eating at her because again you know it's not that she wouldn't kill to protect but it's not again she wasn't a cop or something like that i mean she was a mom <laughs> speaking <laughs> of cops um, I can't think of her name either. Which one? The, the, the female cop who who was in. She was with um, the was governor. No, Tara. Tara. Oh, Tara. Thank you. She was a, she was with the governor in the in the backstory. She mm-hmm. was a cop. Right. Well, she was she a trainee. She, she was she was in the academy. She can't do anything though. No. What kind of police but, officer but, is that? But she said that she was bad even she, then. Yeah, well, all that weight she's gained, she can't do anything. Because then she, she also <laughs> not finished the academy. I don't mean just because yeah. of the, the the event. She didn't finish the academy. Yeah, but I have a buddy in the academy. So let's say she's been there at least two months. You've been to the shooting range. Right, you you know basics like no, but I, mean, I think when she was saying that she was just bad. That that was the whole point. She was she was that person that like they would have been like, you're not getting a job. You <laughs> suck at everything you just tried to do. You know, she was that person. You mm-hmm. know, the goal uh, was to shoot the target, not to shoot your instructor. You failed. No, I succeeded in that, and all the other people that were out there shooting <laughs> on the range. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but there was a lot of different shifting in characters. Like for example, Eugene. Yeah, Eugene. I, I mean, I didn't. Well, you never know how much that shift is going with Eugene, but yes. Did, did anybody else think that was stupid? Welcome to the next level. Uh, I, I've already been here. Thank you, though. <laughs> I, Eugene is just a wacky character. He's like the comic relief, you know. Like that's that's his, that's his goal. I feel like I'm hoping that he's a sacrificial lamb. 
Well, I mean, it was... Mm. Well, it's supposed to be Glenn that dies. Well, right. I mean, Negan is supposed to kill Glenn, but also they're not following the story. There's a couple of theories, though. Like, I think I I I sent... I tagged you in one of the posts I posted on Facebook that uh, people are, like, analyzing the trees and the angle of the camera, and it could be Glenn or it could be Daryl. If it's Daryl, though, everyone's... That show's done. No, it won't be Daryl. The thing is, the reason I... like it should be Daryl. I mean, Brandon, we know that it's something... We know that at some point... Um, Glenn is supposedly killed by Negan. I mean, supposedly again because they're not. Because again, if they followed the book, the baby would be dead because the baby right. supposed to have been dead ages Rick ago. Rick would lose an arm. Um, Rick would have already lost an arm. Except, and mean, Rick would just, be an Andrea who'd still be alive. Right. You know, there's just so much that's going on that way. Wait, Rick um, was with Andrea in the comic book. Yeah, oh. he's still with Andrea to this yeah. day. Yeah, there's no Michonne. Yeah, I mean, there's no oh, there's Michonne. Michonne. There's no Michonne action. Oh. Right. I wish you could see my thrust. Everyone, yeah. lo- everyone <laughs> loves the crazy girlfriend. Yeah, no. but um, you know, besides <laughs> all, because, well. because again, they had said that they weren't going to try and follow the books because otherwise it wouldn't be a surprise to anybody, you know, and it wouldn't be fun. Um, but also, the reason I was saying that um, I think they might go for Eugene is they've done a setup. I mean, not just like, and I don't feel it's much of a fake out. I mean, I, you know, it's beyond Eugene just saying he's ready to die for the group. It's just that. They've also, for instance, the, the, the next big contribution he would have, which would be how to build bullets. Yes. He's now given that information away. They've made specific, you know, they've made specifically sure that we are aware that when the group finally starts to manufacture weapons, we know why they know how to do it. Yeah. You know? And not to jump the shark, but when he got, went off with the van right. at the end of the finale, I, I was I, like, oh, I he's assume, dead. Yeah, I, I was like, he's a sacrifice. Right. I mean, they're all doing the hug and, oh, my God, I'm like, oh, he's done. He's going to go in like, like oh, Tally Ho, or like um, right. fucking Randy Quaid did in Independence Day, up yours and right. dies. But didn't. Right. And surprisingly, it, it also shows you that um, he didn't even put up a fight because they would have probably just killed him. Unless yeah. they were told not to kill any of Rick's group because, you know, we're using him as, as a point. I don't know, you know. Right. Did anybody else think that whole whistling scene was eerily familiar to uh, the Warriors? Yeah, cry? come out and play. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, was, I mean, it was very much that idea. But, I mean, it's also the Warriors didn't invent that either. So, you know. I don't know. But, I was, but I was, no, it was very much. I, well, when, it, when it came on, I'm like, are you serious? Come on. While I was watching while I was watching that episode, I was clinking my six bottles of beer. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> wow, yeah. I totally forgot about that. But at the that same too. time, I mean it's you know, it's 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 military tactic. I mean, it's whistling. I know, so that's it's, what I'm saying. It's it's very, like I didn't, it was very disconcerting. And I'm sure some. I thought it was really creepy. I thought it was really well done. It, it, it definitely, it definitely, and I've been meaning to talk to you because every time, um, spoilers, no, not spoilers, but um, every time I see Mike at the gym, I'm like. Hey, have you seen it yet? He's not. I haven't really seen it yet. I haven't got to that point yet. And I've been, I've been ralphing it. I'm like, I just want to fuck shit up so you can just be on. Nope. Place. You, you have no idea up. how mad that gets you. I hit you guys up in the chat, and Mike's like, I haven't seen it yet. It's like, ah, oh. in, in all caps. That wasn't even the gen- That wasn't even the gentle. I haven't seen it. It was like, I haven't seen it. End conversation. It, that's, that's where you go. Okay, Mike, eject from the group. I should. I should just kick him out. <laughs> we can't do that. Who's gonna write the synopsis? <laughs> but I mean, I mean, between that, I mean. There were certain characters that started taking a step up in, mm-hmm. in, in the group, like Denise. Holy shit. And mind you, not a big, big difference, but remember at the season's end, I think she was captured by that wolf guy that um that right. Morgan ha- had kind of like kept behind as a prisoner. She lost right. an eye too. Well, she lost well, she, a she, she, She's dead. That's what I said. She was, she was trying to do uh, the Carl, Carl for Halloween. And, and, and you know what creeped me out? That, that scene, I mean, that scene, because it, it came out of nowhere, which, which is the best kind of fucking right. spook to have. Like the fact that she's talking about, you know, like you guys need to come together and you know, there's bigger things to worry about. And when she gets hit in the eye and she's still talking. Yeah. Like it's almost like when you cut the, the head off a chicken and the chicken keeps well, moving around. Just yeah. thinking that, Unless yeah. it was a spinal cord shot, you'll still keep on going until you find out. Well, I mean, you figure all the endorphins hit so hard. Like she didn't. And also the brain itself doesn't have nerves yeah. once it's through it. 
Like she, you know, her mind probably literally had not processed. I've really been injured. <laughs> that <laughs> you know? just cre- like, oh, I remember, it was great. It was very unsettling for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I, I loved it, but it was very unsettling just because it was in the realism. Yeah. Because when you usually see somebody get shot in the head or the eye, that's the it, it's over whatever. Right. But to see that kind of reaction, like oh, that what was what would happen, right. creeped me the fuck out. Oh yeah, no, I mean, I thought it was really well done, and I mean, it was just great. I mean, you could see that she was well, she was starting to lose it. I mean, she was starting to get that whole like fearless that crazy fearlessness not that real fearlessness and you're like oh this isn't good where's this going to go it's like oh it's going away and i feel like those people are the most dangerous the ones that have like nothing to lose because like you never know what's going to happen right exactly yeah. you really think about it her dying is her own damn fault because they told her it's like listen you don't got to come right when they went to the pharmacy they didn't even check to see what they had they just grabbed everything and then she goes off on her own to get something from a cooler in a car with a walker in it. Are but you she, fucking she didn't die because of that, though. She died when they rolled together. And, and, yeah, and if, but, she, if she hadn't come, who else would have died? It would have been Rosita or Daryl. Well, no, no. The, the, no, well, because no, they would have gone quicker. Because, because also, remember, they said, stay, I mean, this guy didn't want to stay on the tracks. He kept yeah. saying, let's stay off the tracks, let's stay off the tracks. But he chose to on the way back. Daryl was the one who said, let's take the well, tracks back. Well, because he conformed. He was like, okay, fine, fuck it. You know. Well, yeah, he's, they, he's they trying to make peace. They would have kept on moving because the only reason they got caught is because they were still standing there for that long. Well, I mean, it. It you're making it sound like if they stood still, that group would never have called. I mean, the group was obviously following them the entire time. Right? Yeah, but they would have gone to the car and be like, all right, deuces, we out. <laughs> or they just would have shot the car. I was about to say, or they guns. just would have shot the car. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, but the thing is, the whole point Not was that a she, tank, yeah, she just, she needed to get that's, out. Like she needed, why they got to get a tank. Well, that's the whole thing. She needed to prove herself. Like she needed to prove that she had a sense of worth besides just the medical that she was needed. Or, or at least a part of the, the group. What does she have to prove? She's definitely needed. Who not else, to her. Who's going to take her not spot to us. They need know, to prove it like, to her. But yeah, that's why I'm, I'm like, you guys don't have a physician. You're a fuck. Which is, which yeah. is the whole re- reason for the last episode, having yeah. to get to the hill cop. Hill cop. Hill cop. Because, mall cop. Um, because uh, Maggie gets sick. Yeah. It's, my question is, what kind of a leader allows its only physician? Physician? Physician. Physician. Doctor. Physician. <laughs> How do you say visit? Doctor. <laughs> Medical how do you, how do you personnel to Medical leave provider. the compound. No, what, what do you mean? Right, what, no, wait. What, what do you mean allowed? When did Rick allow her to leave? Wasn't, he was gone also, right? right. He went to yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there was no allowing. <laughs> right, so who was the second in command? Whoever was the lieutenant? Daryl and well, Daryl was leaving. Yeah. Right, he was the third. In, well, okay, so it was Daryl's fault. And, and also, how dare you, Well, Darryl. And also, she's like, she made it very clear. She goes, I'm leaving. I mean, she's not a prisoner. She goes, I'm leaving with or without you Was, was Tara yeah. there? Tara had left No, Tara has been gone. Tara, she never got... Yeah, because she was getting the sodas for Tara. Yeah. 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 You know. The orange, the orange soda. There's, there's yeah. jokes in there somewhere. We'll leave those alone. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm, I'm leaving that alone. <laughs> Who loves orange soda? Yeah. Like I said, I mean, <laughs> the, like, like I said the show, I think, is it's pretty well written. You know, like, so that usually you can, even if you question certain things, it's like, you know, the, the one thing I fall back on when I, I when I ask certain questions that they'll have the people do is, well, if it, you know, we're watching it as a story, but they're writing it as if this is reality. And in reality, people just make weird decisions i mean they either go stir crazy they feel useless they've got a point to prove and that happens in and out throughout life i mean you know we like in storytelling to be nice and easy but we know that craziness goes on you know we know that that straight a student suddenly went up on the roof with his friends and tried to jump across to another building why he's evidently smart enough to know that that's stupid you know right but he did it to prove himself he did the math and he was safe (laughs) <laughs> but then he died because <laughs> he, he forgot his legs didn't do no didn't Speaking know the of math, math did, you, did you do the math did anybody do the math that the guy that um um 42 Daryl that, 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 that Daryl didn't kill would have come back and, yeah, and, and bite him in the ass I, well, I knew it. yeah Daryl did that math I always knew it and I was like nah you know but it, it was a while before he came back so I was like yeah. alright yeah, maybe it's not gonna happen but I something new and then when he came back I want to know how he got burned 
Yeah. I don't remember him being burned. When yeah, because I kept thinking probably when Negan caught up to him. Yeah, because I was like, I'm like, Daryl didn't do that. So I was trying to think about that. And who was he running away from when Daryl found him? Was he was he not running away? He from was running from Negan. Negan's exactly. people. Yeah. So I guess so I'm assuming Negan found him, punished him, and he's like, oh shit, let me. Exactly. Yeah, okay. I'm sure this is punishment for of why this guy has such a. Because I mean, think about it. otherwise, Daryl didn't do anything particularly to that guy, you mm-hmm. know. But like Daryl was just like, you know, I should have killed you. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's like yeah. Because he robbed him, remember? He, yeah. He but then Daryl helped him out. You know, he helped them all out. I find that funny or how... He, he robbed them after... Oh, yeah, I mean, at the very yeah, end. he stole the bike. He stole the bike. I like the, how, like... I don't like it necessarily, but just how interesting how Daryl was, like, a badass, and then he gets kind of soft, and he's kind of a badass again, and then he gets right. soft, and then he's like... Well, he's got family. He gets soft, though, and he's like, oh, fuck, I should have killed this guy. And now he's like, all right, now I got to be a badass. But it's too right. late now. You should have yeah. killed him before. Yeah. Like, <laughs> See, he's not a very good biker either because rule number one, you never let someone take your bike from you. Well, first of all, he's got a show about biking coming up, so you just leave that man alone. And that's <laughs> what worries me because that, that's, that's only, one of the theories like that he could June be dead. Summary time yeah, thing. but they only made the same um, theory about Glenn because spoilers, he said like, the actor who plays Glenn, what's his name? Um, yeah, something Stephen Yeah, Yoon. Stephen Yoon. Yoon. Um, He's got a movie coming up. And and he's they're like it's very rare that he's doing Walking Dead. No, as just you know a person, as just somebody else who's you know. Um, excuse me. He's basically playing somebody else. But you're in a movie. You're in a feature movie, right. and then you're part of Walking Dead. You usually can't do both. Lauren Cohen okay. just had a feature movie that came out. So Lauren Cohen, Maggie. Yeah, but she's gorgeous. Yeah, but, she whatever she wants. And, and, Maggie, and Maggie's, Maggie's <laughs> been in and out. I mean, they could. You're right. They could do it with, with him, but that's all the speculation that's going on. Yeah, with I mean, I'm, no, I mean, and I and I hear it's just speculation. I'm just saying, but that kind of speculation is. It's unless you're telling me he's James Bond, like it's like you did a movie. You only have a few weeks that you're actually beholden to it. This thing only films for a few weeks. You know, you've got lots of time. You know, I, I was gonna go to the end. I mean, this, I'm sorry, real fast. But Denai Guerrero, she has a play. <laughs> you know, out she had to be there, help direct, blah blah blah. You know, and she's still on the show. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> you know, um, but I was no, so before I get to cap. the ending. How do you? Because one thing that people kept talking about was besides the ending, they talked about how um, Abraham dumped. Rosita, Rosita for Sasha. And it, it, was it you who said yeah, that? Yeah, I, I said that. Yes, I was like, you got a hot, sexy Latino woman right there. I agree with you there, I, uh, but 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 keep going because I, I don't agree with your, the statement. But she's wh- hot. Why would you go for the PTSD, really damaged woman over the hot Latina woman who gives it to you? Whenever you want. Well, first of all, you just answered that question with the end of it, and then others you have Sasha that he can relate to. As as a white man who's currently with a Spanish lady, <laughs> who, who hopefully isn't listening to this podcast, depending on, depending on what you say next. If not, shout out the Spanish lady. You know who you are. <laughs> I would not give the Spanish lady. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. Sasha's great, but she's not Rosita. But, 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 not I, like I said yesterday, when, when we hung out yesterday, when, uh, when Ralph and Mike were we were hanging out yesterday, um, the grass is always greener on the other side. When there's a whole thing of complacency, and you're with somebody for a while, and also remember, at during the zombie apocalypse, when you think everybody else is dead. And there's no other chance for a real relationship because everybody else you're going to probably have to gun down and kill. You're not thinking you're going to walk into a community of people that, oh, wow, there might be some selection there, you know. All right. All right. I I understand that. But Sasha, Rosita is like a a 20 and Sasha is like a 10. Mike, say your point from yesterday, please. Uh, Well, like I said before, I'm like, look at how many of these famous actors have dated um, and married supermodels. And almost all of them have cheated on every single one of them. And cheated <laughs> you know? on them with girls that are not that good looking. Yeah, for, you, know? you know, it's just that you get you just get bored. I mean, also don't forget. I mean, granted, yes, we're looking at it objectively and stuff like that. And obviously, you find Rosita more attractive, and that's going to be an argument for whoever finds. But the point is, you know, it just comes down to how do we know that Rosita doesn't constantly have like 
horrible gas in the middle of the night. That she <laughs> that she was a former Trump supporter and he can't stand. You know, like, in other okay. words, we already know she doesn't support Trump because she'd be on the other side of the wall. Right, so that's <laughs> the first thing. Well, the zombie apocalypse already killed Trump because he was the first thing we threw at the, at the zombies. But no, my, my point though is just that we don't know what it is about Sasha he liked. I mean, evidently they they get along really well. Blah blah blah. So you know. That's what you got. You, know, you yeah. got people that actually like each other. All right. Um, one last thing before we go into ratings. Obviously, the ending, the build up all the season for that Negan. build up. That, that build up for that. The build up for that ending was fantastic. I I hate people that are petitioning the show to find out who, who died. Oh, like, come so on, just stupid. wait, just wait. Just, you just you mean more of your millennial people? <laughs> <laughs> We're entitled uh, to know this. Uh, I need a quiet space for my thoughts. <laughs> you guys are mean to me. By the way, <laughs> we're not mean. Uh, not, not now. I'm um, never mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just coughing on the bullshit you're trying to feed me right now. <laughs> um, I think the casting of Negan was fantastic. Oh, yes. If, yeah. if I hated him. You mean John Winchester? Yeah, what? Yeah. From Supernatural. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, if I hated him in, um, oh, what's the name of the movie he was in? I don't know. What'd you hate him in? Smoking Aces? No, no, no. He wasn't. He was good in Smoking Aces, too, though. No, no, yeah. but I'm sorry. He was in a couple I, movies. Shit. Um, the, um, the Watchmen. Oh, okay, yeah, he yeah. was the comedian. He was Why'd you hate him? I if, thought if, he was fine. If, if you, if you, no, but I mean, like his character, like, oh man, you're a fucking, you know, right. like, you really right. hate him as Negan because right. he's got this whole cockiness thing about him, and he's like, you know, the balls in his corner. And of course, we're in Team Rick, right? We're t- but to watch this guy like have him, and he just kind of, oh, it just makes you more mad. Oh yeah. And then just hearing him talking to somebody, and to watch them beat the person in the head from the first point person's point of view, which is a very interesting choice, right? That's a very, they could well, have done but, another way. Well, yeah, because I mean, otherwise it would it would be hard to disguise who it is yeah. if they did. Because otherwise it would be like, well, he's facing this way, and I can sort of see so and so, and so and so was next to so and so, so it has to be blah blah blah. Yeah. You know? I know we're trying to end this segment, but can we take a, a quick pause? And has anyone here played Grand Theft Auto Five? Yes. No. Yeah. Did you guys notice Trevor in the episode? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You you you. Wow. I thought I was the only one. Am I the only one. Okay. So um. Do we even want to rename this show? Oh, so wait, so- we were building up towards the end, and then you just Sorry. kind of stopped. <laughs> Sorry, got derailed. Um, okay, it's so just, it happens to him a lot. Yeah, it uh, does. Now, do you feel like this this um, last episode deserved ninety minutes? Yes. No. Yes. Deserved ninety minutes? Nope. Sure. I mean, I don't. One way or the other. I mean, nope. I'm fine either way. I, I felt like it could have it could have it could have been two car stops less of what it was. It, Not, ha- it had to be intimidating. Yeah. yeah, I mean th- that was needed to show exact. It wasn't just intimidation. I mean that works. It was to show you Negan is not a fool. Like because even Rick was just like, well, we'll go so and so. It's like that. The whole point is to sh- now show you that as ruthless as Rick has been, he's now meeting somebody that has also some good tactical experience. You know whatever his background might be. So like you know he had to show like this guy's thought of everything. I kind of hope they, they show Negan's background. Actually, now you bring it up, I, I hope because I'm curious about that. How, how he knew, right? You know which roads he'd go down, which paths he would take. I mean, obviously he, does, he has a lot of numbers. So it's easy to cover a lot of spots, but but the fact that he even thought about doing mm-hmm. it, exactly. Yeah, the fact you know the fact, that, the fact that he told them, which unbelievably to use a machine gun and don't, but don't shoot any of them. That's really good shooting. <laughs> you know, they were the uh, not stormtroopers. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or the Cobra team. Yeah. yeah. And um, before we go to um, ratings, who do you think died? Um, like I said, I, I'm going with Eugene, um, like I said, because I'm, I don't think that I and I know that people get I mean, you know, definitely a lot of people get mad. They're like, oh, now the show isn't fair. There's the people that you can't touch. I'm like, I don't think so. I mean, just because someone so and I don't know why you're waiting for someone so to die. But just because someone so didn't die, then doesn't mean they won't die later. Um, so that like I said, I just think that um, Eugene is a character that, you know, I mean, I don't know what they're going to, what else they would do with him. He doesn't even have a lot of purpose. And like I said, he's kind of 
his next purpose to help them with ammo has already kind of been given to them that I'm kind of good with that. But uh, otherwise, I can't think of anyone else that would, you know. All right. Ralph? Yeah, I'd have to agree with uh, Senor Mike there. Most likely it is. It's a uh, uh, <clears throat> split between either Glenn or Eugene. Yeah. I would have to say. All we right. know it's not Rick or Carl because he said, if anybody moves, cut the other kid's eye out and feed it to his father. So we know that it's not them, so. Yeah. You should see Rick over there. Mm. <laughs> Some good eye. <laughs> Tastes like chicken. Tom. Um, so I've been in numerous Walking Dead group chats, and, and after over-talking, I, I, I kind of hope it's not Glenn or Daryl, but I feel like it is. The person I guess I'd be most okay with losing would be Eugene. One, because I don't look at that Mueller anymore. Right. And two, like Mike said, like what else is he going to bring to the table? Yeah. I'm going to say that he's going to go to the third level. Oh, God. I've already been there. Thank you. I feel like, I mean, there's a part of me that I don't want it to be those guys. I want it to be Eugene. But there's a part of me that's like, you know what? Like kind of what Mike said, people complaining about, well, there's some people that are not touchable. And I, I and I don't want that anymore. I don't want that at all. I would want it to be like, you. I want it to be like Game of Thrones, where you never know who's going to die. And the story will go on. The story will still be great. Yeah. But you never know who's going to die. Deal with it. So if it's Daryl, it's fucking Daryl. If it's, if it's Glenn, it's Glenn. I've already been, I'm, I think it's Glenn. I kind of want it to be Daryl because Daryl, they can do a lot with him because he's not a character in the comic book mm-hmm. anyway. So if they lose him, yeah, you lose a lot of you know people who love him, but it, you can still stay with the story. Close I, enough. I, was, I was just thinking that too. Like Dar- and Daryl like kind of weaned him out a little bit like towards the end. Like He hasn't been as a big of a role, I feel like, in later episodes. So right. if it is Daryl, he won't be as... Like, he'd be missed, obviously. Daryl is a huge following. I have a little Daryl uh, figurine on my desk right. at work. But, um, yeah, like if Daryl went to go, I guess it would suck. But yeah. And also, yeah. I mean, just the other thing, though, is that I think if you're going to kill off someone like a Daryl or a Glenn, I don't think you would do it like that. I mean, like, meaning that, like, open up the next season. I think you'd want, like, some adventure to be going on. A blaze of glory. Going, yeah, yeah, like, you know, like, like not... He was just hogtied and beaten to death. He'd be like, wow, that's, my, uh, that was a shitty ending to that character. My best friend's sister was bawling her eyes out when she thought Glenn died. And said, How do you go to the <laughs> oh dumpster? God. Is she Asian? No, oh, uh, okay. she's Puerto Rican. But she was bawling her eyes out. Wow. I, never, I never seen a woman cry for Chinese that bad since Gigi <laughs> last, uh, the other day. Watch <laughs> <laughs> Chinese! I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Someone's getting beat tonight. <laughs> Not for another two weeks, I told you. Yeah, over the line? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She wants Chinese, but she wants some young guy. Oh, <laughs> cream of some young guy? <laughs> i punch you both. <laughs> All right. Ratings for this half of the... Um, actually... Well, yeah, this half of um, season six of The Walking Dead. done. It's the ratings for season six. Yeah, I was like, for season six. Well, because we talk more about this half. So I'm like, do we rate okay. the half or do we rate the whole? Because the whole is, you know. Doesn't change either way for me. Okay, so let's go with ratings. However you want to rate it, whether half or whole. Ralph, you were yawning. You go first. I give it. Out of how many? That's my rating. You're a fucking cunt. All right? <laughs> You're a cunt. <laughs> Tom, yeah. I'm so mad, Tom. I give it a 10. Fuck Jack Bauer and fuck Ralph. Out of 10. <laughs> wow. Called out, Big Kev. You just made two big enemies today. And, and both Dominican. <laughs> you ain't catching the cab no time soon. <laughs> but it's okay. Thomas half Cuban. He can sort of swim. <laughs> that, that's all right. It's two Dominicans are going to be after him. By the time they get finished through all those matches of dominoes, <laughs> Tom will be long gone. And doing a stock in the bodega. <laughs> Mike? 
Um, I give it nine and a half. Why are Jingle Bears brown? Because that's just the way shit is out of ten. <laughs> Abraham, we just kept coming out with the left and right. When you're pouring the biscuit batter, are you planning on making pancakes? Yeah. And I like Glenn was like, what? <laughs> oh, wait. I understand what you mean. Yes. So, so back to the Chinese. He had a lot of fortune cookies, and he was just reading them off. He was just listening. <laughs> uh, I'm giving it a, a nine. There are plenty of other people to die. Leave the fucking medic alone out of ten. I just felt so bad when she died. I was medic! Like, Down. <laughs> well, now they have a reason to go to the hilltop. Exactly. It was like it was necessary for the episode. Yeah. All right. So there you have it. Walking Dead season six. Can't wait for season seven, but hopefully it doesn't come too quick because that means spring and summer will fly right by. So we'll be back with more. Meanwhile, 22 pages later, after. You always come too quick. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Like he's in my bedroom. We'll be right back. So you've watched Daredevil twice? Sure, you're going to pass judgment, Mr. I Love Barbed Wire. Hey, Grumpy Oldman, we're recording a commercial here. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're just mad because we're not talking about your all-time favorite movie, Tomcats. Isn't that only watched by 12-year-old girls? Ralph is a 12-year-old girl. Have you not seen him? Hey, that's a good movie. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Hey, guys, this is The Cap here with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph the Tech inviting you to join the conversation from the show. We know you love Doctor Who, superheroes and their villains, gaming and TV and movie watching, but you need some very honest reviews from some very funny guys. So why don't you join in the conversation? Check out our Facebook page where you can like it and even leave a comment. And if you want to share it with your friends, our podcast is located on iTunes and also on SoundCloud. Because you hear what they say, great comic book debates are better in numbers. Now back to the show. All right, we're back. And now we're going to continue our show with a review of the movie version of the classic Disney animated tale, Disney. <laughs> the other one hey, look at these knees. These knees. <laughs> I, I knew a girl, by the way, um, um, my cousin's wife, who pronounced Disney as Disney. Disney? Disney. Disney. Madhood. Did she always get dizzy? Shut up. All right. <laughs> All right so we're, we're going to talk about the Jungle Book. And with a synopsis, um, is our Baloo MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. I just called you a big bear. Oh, <laughs> you'll die later. Uh, the Jungle Book is the latest live-action adaptation of the famous Rudyard Kipling novels. Nearly 50 years after Walt Disney brought audiences an animated version of the novels, director John Favreau remakes the tale with live actors and lavish CGI with a screenplay by Justin Marks. The new, uh, this new film is not related to Disney's first live-action attempt with the same title in 1994, which dealt with Mowgli's adventures as a young man. Sporting a surprisingly moderate $175 million price tag and 105-minute runtime, this beloved story of self-discovery has scored a favorable 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, but only a moderate 77 out of 100 from Metacritic. Synopsis. Deep in the jungle of 19th century India, young Mowgli is raised by a pack of wolves. With far less butt-sniffing than you would imagine, the little (laughs) man-cub navigates a lush landscape full of talking rhinos and tigers and bears. Oh, my. (laughs) Along the way to find the wizardry of fire, a big bear finds his courage, a panther shows his heart, and a little boy learns he had the brains to defeat the wicked old tiger all along. But the biggest mysteries in this jungle are how and why a bunch of naked animals taught Mowgli to wrap himself in a diaper. Perhaps it was just bare necessity. (laughs) All right, it's starring Neil Sethi as uh, Mowgli, Bill Murray as Baloo, Ben Kingsley as Bagheera, Idris Elba as Shere Khan, Lapita Nyong'o as Raksha, Scarlett Johansson as Ka, Giancarlo Esposito as Aquila, Christopher Walken as King Louis, <laughs> Brighton Rose as Grey Brother, John Favreau as Pygmy Hog, Sam Raimi as the Indian Giant Squirrel, and 
Did anyone know that the porcupine, Icky, was his name, by the way, uh, was Gary Shandling in his last film role? It sounded like Gary Shandling. Who is Gary Shandling? The guy that died a few weeks ago. He play, he was in um um Captain America both Captain America movies as a senator. He okay, I got it. yeah, I got it. Yeah, thanks. I just like anything Christopher Walken is in. I just I think he's great. <laughs> wow, we do. I wanna be like you. Mm-hmm. All right, so should I, should, um, should I press the button? Um, bef- yeah, I was like, yeah. Before we talk about this, let's go, let's press our button and see what's going on. Warning: This segment may contain spoilers, so leave Ralph alone. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Wow. Oh, the battle lines have been drawn. There's a lot of hate going on here. <laughs> Damn, in the guest chair, that's what happens. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, so. Um, I just want to say that if you do not know what happens in this story that's been around for years, that's your own damn fault. Well, also, it's a different version because. It's the same story. If you watch the cartoon, it's totally different than the movie. It's, it's different same. in its own way. It's not the same. It's the same, dude. It's not coming from you. It's no, the same. I'm, I'm not following that. So, well, even John Favreau says he he took parts of the animated um, and then took parts of the actual novels to make this movie. So they're not identical. I mean, it's it's the basic idea, but you know, it's the bare necessities. Uh, basically, <laughs> you're gonna uh, wear that. I've already used it. <laughs> one, one more time, and I'm leaving. <laughs> In my head, I, I, I hear Kev calling, say bare necessities, tell Tongue get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm listening. No, that's not creepy. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Jungle Book. Um, before we get into any like hardcore criticizing or giving any compliments, did it was it me or did you feel like the visuals were not as crisp as a lot of other um, movies have been? I feel like it was. It felt like regular film versus, um, you know the the IMAX 3D experience that we normally get, it just didn't feel as crisp. Maybe they didn't bake it long enough. Um, I had literally really? no, I had no problem at all with the, the visuals at all. I, really? like when you mentioned it, I didn't notice anything seeming out of the place. It felt grainy. Like a little grainy at times. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I mean, Were there was eyes? definitely like, there was supposedly like, uh, like pollen type stuff and like flies and like the small insects that they had in the film to give the feeling that you're in a jungle. Yeah. Like leaf quality and like oh. just the quality of the film itself. I was like, I'm not really impressed by, you oh, know, no, I thought it looked great. Not, not yeah. to geek out too much. Does anyone know what it was shot on that? Was it shot 1080 4k? Like, how was it? Does I'm not, I bet I don't know. Um, I'm not sure if they, if, how many versions they did on that. Um, I could look it up, but, uh, but yeah. offhand, I'm not sure. Yeah. Cause I felt like for me, I was watching the film and I was waiting to be wowed. Especially when when you cut from the Disney um, introduction going into the actual film itself, and usually like the colors are vibrant or what, it just didn't feel like that vibrant. You, oh, okay, it, but you're already wowed. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> you're so white. You're vibrant. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right, but, but yeah, like I said, yeah, no, I I did. I actually enjoyed the way it looked. I, I thought I. I what I liked was, especially when you saw the previews for that god awful looking Warcraft movie, which just looked like a bunch of two dimensional War- yeah, images Warcraft, shoved co- on top of each other. Like this one, because we saw it in IMAX 3D. Um, this one, like it, it, I didn't get that weird two dimensional perspective. I mean, there was nothing jumping out at you, but like I thought the movie looked like just a solid movie. Like I didn't notice anything unusual that way. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't like the way it looked, but I mean that doesn't take away much from the film because what, when the film started. It it was good. I mean, it was a really it was a good film. Um, how did you how did you like the portrayals? I know Mike, you didn't see the original Jungle Book cartoon, and I know you no, didn't I've watch read the, the books, but I didn't the ninety four the ninety four one either. No, goddamn. Um, Actually, part of me keeps thinking I did see the ninety four one, but I don't. 
I don't remember. It's I, not I that memorable. Yeah. yeah. I grew up with Jason Scott Lee. The 94 one, probably, because it was born Scott in 93. Lee and uh, who was the woman? It was Jason Scott Lee and... IMDb. <coughs> who? You said what? IMDb. <laughs> oh, I'm like, who? <laughs> I thought said Ryan Filippi. I'm like, he wasn't even around back then. There's <laughs> <laughs> like, a guy named Ryan Filippi? Yeah. Yeah. He was in Lincoln Lawyer. And um, um, Cruel Intentions. How do I know that? I don't know, but fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're probably watching this like, oh my god, Sarah Michelle Gell is hot okay. back then. Was, Not now. I got some cruel intentions for you. Mm. Is that the corny lines you look you, you, that you use? <laughs> no, nah, I was imitating you. Nah, 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 nah. I had to, I had to dumb myself down. I was like, what would he say? Right. I have right, in ladies. my hands proof. See this baby proof that I got better game. Proof. That's good actually. Ladies, that's ladies, called tequila. ladies, ladies. <laughs> neither of you are pretty. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, let's move on. All right. Um, <laughs> so what? So what were you? Um, like I said, for the. Um, I know, Tom, you didn't get to see the movie. Ralph, did you see the original um, Jungle Book cartoon? And Damn, I, I saw that. Damn. You saw that. Jeez. Yes, I saw in that movie. And what, what did you think about the movie in comparison to the cartoon? I actually thought it was a lot better than the cartoon. But, I mean, of course you could do a lot more now than you could in the past. And yeah. the cartoon is more for, like, children-friendly. And sure, this woman is, is rated PG, but the ratings are a little bit different now. So you could do a lot more. Yeah, it's funny because my you know, Mike had mentioned something in the feud yesterday about the tone being a little bit more serious, a little bit more, um, I won't say earnest, but you know, um, you, you definitely dealt you, with nature. And you don't and, see any, the only blood you actually see is on Mowgli. And right. it's only scrapes, I mean, except yeah. for that one little cut he gets towards the end. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's what I like about it um, for a live action film is that they could have definitely gone more um, Tarzan, more like, you know, this kid is just amazing, he's precocious, he's... He's able to, you know, problem solve and do all this. And, and, you know, he's already like man of the jungle, even though he's like, you know, an eight year old boy or whatever, something like that. But they didn't. They actually treated him like he was an eight year old boy. Yeah. You know, with like all a lot of the fears, but that he did eventually have to grow up some in order to face his fear. But it wasn't all of a sudden. And it wasn't from the beginning. You always saw it there. You know, it was it was a, it was a discovery movie. Uh, yeah, definitely. I, but I, I just felt like all the dangers felt real. I mean, the the. The, the tone throughout was, you know, it still had its funny moments, but it felt like, yeah, you're dealing with nature and how nature deals with, you know, life as they dealt with it back then. And it was just, it, it just felt, it felt natural. It didn't feel forced. Um, right. Like, it didn't feel like it was trying to be too funny or trying to be too, you know, um, it wasn't, it wasn't like Babe. Yeah. <laughs> no. You know, with the animals talking, you know, we were talking about that at the theater also, but, you know. Throughout this whole movie, the only thought that kept running through my head is, what does Mowgli sound to other humans? That's well, what I was thinking. Well, no, I actually wanted, I was, was hoping that we would, it's not sound to them. I wanted to hear what Mowgli heard other humans sound like. Yeah. Like, in other words, I wanted to hear when he got close to the village that he only heard, like, just this random chatter, you know, because I also, like, what I really liked was that as much as he could understand almost every animal in the jungle, like, when he runs into that one little uh, monkey, like, for instance, actually, mostly all the monkeys, yeah. especially the ones around King Louis, he couldn't hear, like, you only heard, like, them chattering. In fact, no one seemed to hear them saying anything besides chattering. But that one monkey that sold his figs, when he was, I like when he's talking to him, he's like, do you have a language? And well, I that, loved that, when he said that. That wasn't know? a monkey. It was just sort of like a fox-like creature. Whatever it was. You're, you're <laughs> sort of a fox-like creature. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Harry. You're a fox yourself. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're wondering, uh, Ralph looks just like Megan Fox does now. <laughs> I mean, they're identical. <laughs> why? 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 Oh. And if you're wondering why you haven't seen Megan Fox in a while, 
Well, now you know. Wow. Fuck you. She's been working on this podcast. <laughs> I don't once know. Again, another person on the list of people we can't fucking invite to this podcast. I really? We were inviting Megan Fox. I saw, this, <laughs> I I saw that trailer for the second TMNT movie, and she looks pretty good in that short skirt. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't look at her face. <laughs> it's what paper bags are for. Oh wow! <laughs> we used to back you in college. Right. <laughs> ba- back in college, we used to say uh, FWBOH. Fuck with bag on head. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's an older thing. It's the Texas two bid bag trick. Put oh, a bag wow. over your head and a bag over her head. In this case, your ba- her bag falls off. You still have a bag on your head. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Make sure mine is plastic, so in case I want to die, I just fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're into the kinky stuff. <laughs> no, but um, but yeah, but like I did like when uh, he asked, like you know. Do you have a language? I thought that was actually just really interesting that like, you know, that they've, they've recognized that like, you know, for whatever reason, he can't understand every language, every animal, and every animal obviously can't understand every language of every other animal. You know, I didn't see the movie. They pointed out. Thanks. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, um, I was, I was wondering in the trailer, like, how does he understand what these, all these animals are saying? I mean, I guess they're going on that whole like Esperanto of language for animals. Well, I was thinking too, like, or was it like just like Family Guy where everyone knows what Stewie's saying, but no one else knows what Stewie's saying, you know? (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, you know, like with the wolves, I mean, obviously he was raised by them, so he understands them. But like I said, they don't ever say, you just get an idea that the the language, the animals speak a general nature language, I guess. So what I got from that is he's a howler. That's that's what I got from that. Yeah. What do you think about the portrayals of the main of the main characters? I mean, obviously, you know, you had Baloo, you have Shere Khan, you have what was the name of the panther again? Bagheera. Bagheera. Um, how did you feel about their portrayal? I thought they were all done really, really well. Yeah, yeah. They were all and they they um, Favreau. I mean, because people talk about how great of a director Favreau is. Mm-hmm. You know, he was an okay actor, but he was a pretty good director. Did he do number two of Iron Man? Uh, yes, that, that's writing. That's writing. Oh, okay. mm. Remember, writing and directing two different things. Mm. If, if you have a shitty car and you win a race with the shitty car, is the driver is the car? That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I but, think it's um, more the mechanic that made that shitty. Oh, car here we run. go with the tech. Here we go. <laughs> but but all jokes aside, I think all the portrayals were done well. I was telling you guys yesterday, Sher Khan, Idris Elba's portrayal of Sher Khan made you fear him in a way where it was like. It wasn't like the cartoon. I remember watching the cartoon. And there's some cartoon villains that you fear, even though you know it's a cartoon. You're like, wow, that, that, that person, you going to kick somebody's ass. Idris Alba played Shere Khan like you you were just waiting for like... And he had no accent. Too. He's just a great actor. Though. Well, he's, he's an amazing, amazing Yeah, well, he's a really good actor. I mean, they, all the voice talents were spot on. There was no one that wasn't. Um, but his Shere Khan, it was very threatening, but not... It wasn't threatening in a, uh, a ham it up way. It was just, it was well done. But what I liked, and I said this at the, uh, at the theater when we were done, is that they didn't anthropomorphize the animals. So, like, they wasn't, the animals looked like people. They looked like animals. And so I, that helped because I think if they had tried to make the tiger resemble a human, it would have detracted from the ferocity of the tiger itself. I just know? paid the panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Which one? You played the panther? No, no. He played uh, Shere Khan, which the is the tiger. The tiger. Okay. Bagheera was so played by Ben Kingsley. Gotcha. Yeah. Ben what does that name sound familiar is, to? Hmm? What does that name sound familiar to? What Ben Kingsley? Yeah. Ben Kingsley um, in Iron Man three. Uh, he was Gandhi, and he was he was Mandarin in Iron Man three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he okay. was also yeah. in the Prince of Persia. Yep, House of Sand and, and Fog. Yeah, he's just uh, he's another great actor. He, Ender's Game. Yeah, I loved that book. Loved it. No one hated ever says they the, liked the movie. Hated the movie. <laughs> hated it. And oh I guess there's God. no sequel that's so much they like it so much. Yeah, not anytime that soon. book was yeah. so good though. But all the portrayals were really really good. I mean. Um, was interesting. I mean, because in the cartoon, I remember Ka having a bigger role yeah. in the story. As in, I was like, so they just use Ka just for like you know that flashback. Yeah, I was like, that's it. But yeah, I mean, it worked well. The only one I actually had a problem with, and that's a big problem, 
I just didn't like Bill Murray's Baloo. Not that I didn't like it. No, I, I had no problem. Get there. out. Get out of your house right now. <laughs> get out of the Cap's house right now? Word. Yes. Get yeah. out of your own house right now. Why? Was Bill Murray that good? He was funny. He was, uh, I, I, he was great. I, I guess I, I'm just, I really like, you know, I felt like Baloo was more conniving than I'm used to Baloo being. He wasn't really conniving. He was, he, all right, so he's Manipulative. a, he's a lazy, a lazy bear that can't. Or doesn't want to climb up to get the the honey himself, so he tricks Mowgli a little bit to get what he wants. But he outsourced. But Mowgli gets stuff out of it too because he gets some of the honey. Right, but well, he gets um, someone to help him protect him and stuff like that. That He really gets. Um, But don't forget, like you know, you're referencing Disney, not the books, and that's what I'm saying. Like I think that's the whole thing is that because Disney always. Cleans up and whatnot the characters that it's going to put into. So you know, I, the I, I would I would yeah. imagine that this is much more like the book in that sense. And, and, and now now I'm kind of interested in reading the books now yeah. to see how that is because I felt like you know Baloo's always been like kind of they, they've always had that character as very chummy, very warmy, very a father like figure. Where this Baloo was kind of like you know yeah I'm fucking lazy and you know I'm gonna make you do He's, my, my he stuff. He still and, cared for him though. No no yeah. and, and that and that rang true and that rang through and that and don't get me wrong Boomer wasn't bad I just you know didn't like. This particular balloon, maybe yeah. it's just the writing. Okay, yeah, because I, 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 I said I did get out of your house. Yeah, like I said, I didn't have a problem with any of the voice acting. I, I just thought they were all well done. Um, I, I I have very little problem with this movie. Uh, you know, like like the only, there's only like one yes. scene. There's wait, only wait. one whole first time for everything. part of a scene in a movie that I had a problem with just because it doesn't do anything. Let's, but uh, you know, otherwise, I thought the movie was really good. Let's take this moment to market Sunday, four fifteen, April twenty fourth. 2016, Mike does not have that much of a problem with this movie. I've said that statement on lots of movies. It's a miracle. And and, and in fact, as as Kev has been witness and and has fallen victim to it, I'm like, I actually give very good ratings compared to like all the crap storms you guys have been giving out of late. Oh, Kev, who? 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 Kev? (laughs) (laughs) Kev would be like, check out. (laughs) Right, Riley? That's it. Riley's on my side. That's right. (laughs) No, Riley's on the side that best serves her, which is her own. <laughs> but um, I, I was gonna say about about Mike. I mean, yeah, Mike's been giving more generous ratings not generous. lately. They're, they're the same ratings I always give. The ones that fit I'm the telling film. you, let, I'm gonna do the research on on the on the hate point average and, and see. Cause I'm telling you, for year one, Mike was relentless. <laughs> Mike was the headless horseman chopping people up. <laughs> I'm telling you, it wasn't that. I, it was you're you're going on for his twenty critiques. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, again, and as I said it then, I'm saying it's a good film with problems. If you're not going to acknowledge the problems, what are you going to do? Well, I'm, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I know you're doing drugs, son, and you're you're stealing cars, but everything's fine. Like, that's not my rating. My rating is going to be telling you that you're doing drugs and stealing cars. <laughs> so okay, so 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 since you're on on the point of a problem of movie for Ralph and Mike, what are some problems you had with it? What was the one problem you had with this movie? Uh, the only problem I had with the movie was uh, the King Louis scene. Um, I mean, it was, it's beautifully well shot. It's not anything about the scene itself in, in that sense. Um, it's not about the acting. It's not even about the song or anything like that. It's just that, um, as I was saying to someone else that saw the movie, and I, actually when I said it to her, she was just like, oh yeah, I actually never thought of it this way. I'm like, when he meets King Louis and all that happens in there, if you take away that scene from the movie, the way it was done in the movie, and you just have somebody tell Mowgli, oh, um, Akilah's dead. The, the wolf father is dead. There was no other purpose for that scene. He did not learn a new skill. He did not learn of any way to defeat Shere Khan 
um, from this adventure. Uh, he did not acquire any new friends. Uh, there was nothing learned in that moment. It was just, it was a great scene. It was beautifully shot, but it literally served nothing to, pro- to propel the film forward. It was just something for him to find out that his father is dead for him to go back. Because that's, that's the only thing that results out of that entire scene. Okay. He, he's not injured, right. And again, but not in the sense of it was filled, it was bad. It was a great scene. But, and like I said, I mean, it's not a big, it doesn't fault the film to any degree that I'm like, I took off 80 points, you know. It's just that I think out of the whole film, it was the one part that just, they should have done a little bit, either they should have twisted something that it was more relevant or they should have shortened it. You what know? are you, a headmaster of Gryffindor? 80 points, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> Be gone with those points. <laughs> Okay, Ralph, is there something that you saw that was not um, to your liking or something you felt was flawed in the movie? Actually, not. Thinking about it, I enjoyed every part of it. I did think, like, you know, like, uh, it's kind of funny. When I, when we saw King Louie, I was like, damn, that's one big-ass redhead I would never want to see again. <laughs> it was the biggest, soulless creature in the Indian jungle. <laughs> And, now and that's a ginger. I, I like it, it was a redhead. Did it have freckles? That's every soul it's going <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> I like redheads, but damn, that's uh, no. <laughs> that, that redhead was only a little bit hairier than you used to? <laughs> <laughs> How did you like the idea of fire playing a major point in this uh, movie? Well, Speaking of redheads. Because it's always the Shere Khan's <laughs> ending is always by fire. Right. But I, I felt like it, they, they gave a lot more of a focal point than what I remember seeing in, in previous... You know, Man's it, red right. flower. The red flower. Um, I, I thought it was fine. Again, nothing it, it overly just, done. It sounds really sexual. I'm sorry. <laughs> the red flower? It just sounds sexual. Not to a ch- child, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> See, she agrees. You, if you say to a woman, give me your red flower. Ill. All right then. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I I thought that I don't think they overplayed. I don't think they underplayed. I thought they just did enough because, you know, for those of us that know the film, we know what's coming. You know, towards the end right. and stuff like that. We know that fire plays a big part in this. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, I I thought they did a great job with the way they introduced it. I don't feel like it was so heavy handed that you're like, oh, this is where it's going to come down to. You know, I I actually expected like the elephants to talk. You know, I wanted to hear like them say something. It was pretty cool how they. Oh, that's what I wanted to remark on, on how they have their own sort of creation myth mm-hmm. with saying that the elephants created the jungle. Right. right. That was pretty cool. And then at the end, you really see how... How they could come to think that. How, right. Yeah, yeah. The way that the elephants come and put out the fire. That mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool. No, it, was, it was, like I said, it was, I just thought, I had no problem with anything. I thought the humor that was there was just really good. I, I thought... I thought like the the CGI for the animals was great. I thought the jungle. I, and I was even impressed. I mean, you know, he's... You know, he's no Marlon Brando, obviously, but I thought that... Uh, Stella! And, and obviously, Ralph is no Marlon Brando either. <laughs> I thought that, uh, that that Neil Sethi did a good job. I mean, we've seen some god-awful child actors. You know, George Lucas, you know who I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> we've seen some god-awful... <laughs> did it, R2! <laughs> we've seen him. I mean, and, you know, I thought he did a great job. When you realize that he's, o- he's only one of three living people in that whole film, and the other two are only in flashback. Like, you know, like, wow. that's it. Like, there's young Mowgli as a baby. That was a real baby. And then there's his father, who died in flashback. Like, you know, like, that was it. And the shadows of the humans in the village. Yeah, but that, they're not live. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's the, he was the only oh, living live action. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's the only living being yeah. in that film. And to see a child actor that's basically playing off of nothing, 
think how many adult actors have a tough time playing off of like just you know people in some weird like suit or something like that or look up there and imagine you're seeing this you know like you know adults have trouble with that to see this kid sure, nah, right. do that was wonderful but could you argue the fact that since kids have a better imagination that it might, it might be is i mean it definitely it's an, it's an impressive feat i don't want to like did you ever see episode him. one Look, we don't talk, <laughs> just like we don't talk about Fear the Walking Dead, we do not talk about one, two, and three of Star Wars. It started with four, and that's that is what it is. I mean, you know, like compared to Episode One, like the the kid from uh from uh the Grudge, that that little ghost kid was a great actor. You know, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, exactly. Still better than Jar Jar. <laughs> wow. Yep. And, and he said, "No, think so." <laughs> anything else? You're gonna you get got, shot. Anything else you guys want to add before we go to ratings? You mean retitling and ratings? Yeah, retitling and ratings. Oh, I gotta hear this. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't have anything. Wrong. Nope. No. No. Okay. So let's go to retitling. If you had to rename the movie, what would you rename it? Ralph. Jungle Book. You've stolen my heart again. Oh. <laughs> Um, I'll go with Jungle Book. No, not that, Riley. <laughs> Jungle Book. I actually didn't fall asleep during this one. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. You're old. I fell asleep during during the original, um, the, the cartoon movie. It just didn't keep my interest as much. Then I watched it again. I was like, okay, it wasn't that bad. I didn't, I didn't know you had nap times in your 30s. I didn't know he was in his 30s. Oh. <laughs> well, when he watched the movie when it first came out. So. Oh. Mike's, Mike's, Mike's just hating because he was in his 30s. I mean. 20 years ago, but he was in the 30s. <laughs> Mike. Um, I would call this Smokey the Bear v. Mowgli, the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Only you. Oh, my God. Virus. So, ratings for Jungle Book. I'm going to start off with nine bare necessities of life out of 10. It was good. It was it's good. It's three. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. I'm right around the corner <laughs> with my girlfriend. If she lets me um, play. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Corners and girlfriends? Come on. Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh, Ralph. I give it 10. I want to be like you out of 10. Thank God there was no more singing. <laughs> but, but, he got, but he did six claw it. He did six claw it. Wow. Um, I give this. do. I give this nine. In the sequel, Shere Khan will be avenged by Shaka Khan out of ten. Uh, <laughs> the entire time you said Shaka Khan, I kept thinking Shaka Khan too. The entire time. Shere Khan was just such a great I'll fellow. die now, but I'll be avenged by Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. For me, I'm like, that. that's like grade school. I remember that. I remember Shaka Khan. So, there you have it. Jungle Book. A success. Right, baby? Right? Yeah, but you know what? Some don't go anywhere. Tell them. Because why? Because Geeks on the Go. No, not the microphone. Because Geeks on the Go is next. Geeks on the Go. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> wow. Now one more time. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> now a Tom's funeral. <laughs> Where's that fucking half Cuban? <laughs> Swim these fists. <laughs> all right you know the segment i give quick questions they give quick answers on all things geek and we never make it under a minute i, I can't say never anymore i gotta change that we rarely make it under a minute we that, one time made it under a minute that, that's rarely <laughs> that's because ralph decided to give one word answers oh, so you're, you're crediting yourself for that yes proudly yes yeah yeah <laughs> i got her pregnant yeah <laughs> in under a minute yeah i wouldn't be proud of that <laughs> Ready? I didn't say that was the only time. I kept Set. Go. Which comic character would make you stop reading comics if he or she was killed off? 
Mike. Uh, do you know what I'm going to say? No, what? of course not. Aunt May. Oh. <laughs> because that would mean there was a villain that no other hero could defeat. <laughs> oh, man. Ralph? Uh, probably Spider-Man. Peter Parker. Such a lame answer. <laughs> not lame, but was, you can tell he was really not thinking well, about I, it. I didn't want to say Batman because that's Kev's answer. That's just, <laughs> oh, that's true. Tom? Uh, I would say Captain America because I'm trying to get into comics and that's where I want to start. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, interesting. All right. Um, the Flash is a great show on the CW. What if? What would be the result if the CW made a Flash Gordon show? Ralph? Flash K? Oh, man. That would be the result. <laughs> Tom? Flash? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the thing is it says. Mike? It would be about the same result as if they made Flash Dance, Flash Bulb, Flash Back, or Flash Cards. <laughs> what the hell kind of a question was that? Flash Dance? <laughs> okay. Does Legends of Tomorrow... Oh, damn. Time is up and we're still going. Um, does Legends of Tomorrow make it to season two? Tom. Legends of who? <laughs> I guess not. Mike. Yeah, I think they'll overhaul the storytelling, then put Victor Garber in a bikini since he's the most popular character. <laughs> <laughs> All right, definitely. Ralph? If if I have anything to say, it does have a second season. You do you like it that much? I quite enjoy it. It's gotten better. Yeah. I mean, it has gotten better. It's not still not great, but it's gotten better. Yeah. But that Walking Dead though, <laughs> <laughs> that Walking Dead stayed dead. Wow. <laughs> and last but not least, do you think that Marvel will kill Captain America at the conclusion of Captain America: Civil War? Ralph. It probably won't be Marvel. It might be actually one of the characters in the movie because, you know, Marvel is not an actual character unless it's like Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel. You're an asshole. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> some, so, uh, I just want to hit him sometimes. I guess not. You guess not. <laughs> that was the simple answer. Tom? My first response when I read that was like, bitch, what? <laughs> but uh, after I calmed down and sipped my cold brew, I would say no because they need him to make more money. Ah, yeah, well... We'll see because there have been other people who they said they could play Captain America. Mike? Hell no. I mean, the only way, the thing is, they'll have a new Captain America when they're done with their whole, like, you know, their phases, but no. After they Chris Evans, is Chris Captain Evans died. Yeah, 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 Chris dry. Evans is Captain America until they run out of money. Yeah. <laughs> you mean you don't like the idea of Falcon becoming Captain America like in the comic books? It's Not bad enough Falcon. in the comic This Falcon, no. And in the comic books, horrible idea. He's <laughs> just the angry black Captain America. Chris Evans really, like in this whole Captain America, last three, the third movie now, is really what made me want to get into comics. Because yeah. like, it's just really... Like, I mean, he's, he's one of the... I mean, he's... He, um, even though, you know, he was Johnny Storm for, you know, two movies, stuff like that. We don't talk he, about that. <laughs> he's, uh, there's a lot of things Tom and I don't talk about. <laughs> but um, he... He really he is the um, Christopher Reeves of Captain America. I mean, he actually has defined the character mm-hmm. in not just the look, but in the the tone, his characteristics. It, he's defined this character. That's a really strong statement. The I Christopher Reeves. Of, I agree. No, yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm there will never. Wrong. I'm, just like, yeah. Why is this yeah. wrong I'm not saying that there won't be anyone else that can ever fill his shoes. That's ridiculous. But it's just he, they're going to have a long way to go. Because he set the mold. Yeah, he really has molded that. Yeah, character. Exactly. just like Christopher Reeves, will, like to everyone, will always be Superman. Yeah. to everyone. You know, except for everybody who likes. Fuck Henry Cavill. <laughs> oh, yeah. Henry Cavill's the next coming. Relax. He's 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 okay. He's not Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Well, what is he going up against? George Reeves. Brandon Roth. Exactly. <laughs> Bre- Brandon Roth. Brandon Roth. Think of all the guys who played who played um Superman before him. Yeah, not too many. And any of them decent? Um, well, Dean George. Well, well, George Reeve was different. I mean, that was different for TV as well. Yeah. Oh man. Well, it's he funny. was the snarky Clark Kent. 
Yeah. Was he snarky? Yeah. My God, he hated he hated every single person. Like whenever, like you know how like normally it's this, that that in joke where people are like, "Oh my gosh, Clark, you just missed Superman." He said, you know, like, and you know, Clark is always like, "Oh gee, whiz," you know, whatever. Anytime they'd be like, "Clark, you just missed Superman," they would pull little George Reed. He would almost roll his eyes like, "Yeah." <laughs> You're so stupid. You still have no idea. Let, let me just I'm, fix my glasses real quick. He would actually do that sometimes. Like they'd be like, "You just missed him." He would like move his glasses. I'm like, "You're just a dick to those people." <laughs> Is he like, "Oh, you don't say." Huh? Every time I think of George, just Reeve, shooting like, himself with a gun. What's <laughs> still alive? Wow. Do you really say shoot himself? With yeah, a yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, wow. he did die that way. Yeah, he killed himself. You know that, right? Too soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. Shout outs. Anybody got shout outs? I know I got a couple. Like Franklin Roosevelt's going to walk over and beat my ass for that joke. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. All right. I'll go with my shout outs first. Shout out to Ivan. Um, talk shit now. Spider Man just made Captain America Civil War better than Batman v Superman could ever be. Actually, if TMNT needed some help, maybe they should call Spider Man. How about that, Ivan? Ooh. Damn. Demsim Spider Man. On my block, you don't talk about Spider Man like that. I'm going to shout out Big Kev because I like this, sh- this little thing we got going on there. <laughs> He's going to be on next show. He's like, no, nah, Kevin, you can't be on this show. What the fuck not? Please, please only send uh, money and not flowers to Hipster Tom's funeral. <laughs> Damn money. <laughs> Unsequential bills, of course. There will be war. <laughs> Hipster Tom, big Kev. Destiny, Cherry, you know, use all those ones and fives you've got. Uh, <laughs> we should have us both in the same show. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Yeah. We can't share a mic, though. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but you know, we only have one guest chair, so how's that going to work out? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> sh- between times, they'll shuttle each other's laps. Kev can sit on the floor. It's fine. He's oh, wow. Leave it to a cube and then put a Dominican on the floor. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> He'll just build a chair, so it's okay. Speak- we're, we're resourceful. Speaking of part Cuban, shout out to Baj. I haven't heard from Baj in a minute. Hope everything's okay. Baj, hey. Hope everything's Woo-hoo. good. Um, and um, Johannes, who I think said is almost done with our portraits for Meanwhile 22. I haven't seen anything because I evidently am not on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever when these things these newfangled people use. Did he send, did he send those, those those pictures via um, Facebook or Instagram? I, I got one picture that he was working on on Instagram. So, I, so I'm looking forward to seeing this. Do I want to know what kind of picture you got on Instagram? <laughs> you slid into the DMs, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Johannes didn't show too much nipple, I promise you that much. <laughs> so yeah, Johannes, we can get on YouTube. <laughs> and final shout out is to Erin, who I love Erin so much. She She's okay. She <laughs> and and no no if if Aaron Mike's niece is listening no I'm not referring to you though you seem pretty cool but Aaron, um Aaron Max- she's okay too oh, wow <laughs> wow hey, that's fucked up damn <laughs> Aaron Max- is not okay what hmm? who do you think is not okay uh, well you guys aren't <laughs> <laughs> and Henry Cavill damn <laughs> um no I was gonna say that um Aaron Matthewson in an attempt to try to get herself into the geek world. Hears that um, Black Panther has a new writer, yeah, and, and, and hits us all up like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "See, yeah." Did she buy the book and read it? Probably not, dude. She could barely get to anywhere on time. <laughs> I think she'd be able to take the news in on time and say, "Maybe I should read it. Maybe I should buy it." <laughs> Love you, Aaron. Love you. <laughs> By the time she reads it, Black will crack. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Black smokes crack. What? Oh, <laughs> oh, the Whitney Houston comic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went over the line. I've been getting more oh, comments recently. Man. I've been getting more com- oh, oh, and also shout out to my wife, Gigi. I love you so much. You've been working really, really hard. Hopefully, you get the rest you deserve, and hopefully, I be providing that. 
I'm yeah, he said that he, you know you have been working hard and that you've been neglecting doing the housework and the cooking, and his <laughs> his feet need filing. Well, I was just thinking about during the Walking Dead, he's talking about being complacent and bored. I'm like, whoa, hey, no, no, no. Those, those are shots <laughs> fired right there. No, not at all, not at all, not at all. I I, I love my marriage, and it's uh, I think it was just attributing to the fact that marriage. Well, he loves his marriage, but not his wife. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I love my wife. All I'm saying is this: marriage is hard work. And that's why marriages a lot of time fail because of complacency. You fucking jerk offs. <laughs> <laughs> See, so I, I'd like to say to everyone out there: instead of uh, money or flowers, please send pork rinds to <laughs> to the cap's funeral or dragonberry. <laughs> oh, that's for G. <laughs> All right. So, um, anything else? We, um, any shout outs for you guys? Uh, no, I'm doing good. Well, I like to shout out myself. I'm awesome. I'm great and humble. And super humble, incredibly humble. Like I, <laughs> I, I can't even imagine how humble I am. And last but not least, hips of time. Uh, as always, shout out to my folks who listen to me when I'm on the show, and hopefully more often than that. Yeah, but hopefully no, I so. know. I know. <laughs> was gonna say it. I saw it. I I, I, I read your thoughts, dude. How many times are you gonna call me by my real name? I swear to God, if this was the Batcave, I'd be found out already. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, three it, times in a show. It that slips. beats the record. Yeah. Even for you. Even, well, no, there Ooh. was that one time you said your name uh, on multiple purpose times. multiple times. Yeah, yeah, no, but that doesn't count because that was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> or, or so he says. Yeah. You know what? If you became Steve Evans, I'd call you the cat. Uh, Steve Evans? Chris, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah. You know what? I saw a picture of your brother. <laughs> got distracted. Uh, either, either, there was a glare. Either Tom is smoking too much crack or not enough crack. We're not sure, <laughs> but he hasn't found the right balance of crack. And, I've been working know, on it. But you know, God does things for a reason. Um, I'm glad you said that. Shout out to Steven, my brother, for putting together and helping figure out to finally take care of some family business in Puerto Rico. Bro, I love you. You did a fantastic job. Um, I'm very happy that you um, figured it all out and we all got a chance to spend some really good bonding time riley why are you get uh why, why are you crying steve's okay wow <laughs> See, I, I, did, I did it on purpose See, you guys, now you guys know i did it on purpose everyone's okay okay you want to hear this baby stop crying watch this watch this guys and he's totally not spitting her <laughs> he's not shaking show. the baby he's not i swear this is one amazing spectacle. They're doing some incredible gymnastics. I've the baby's seen, in the air. I've never seen a baby held outside of a balcony for so long without being dropped since Michael Jackson. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I just got her quiet now, so watch. <laughs> so for MFG, Michael Finance Guy, and R2 Square, Ralph to Tech, and also for our special guest, Hips of Time, this is the cap saying, keep it geeky, and two words, Civil War. Can't wait. That's four words.